0: Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. What? 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 What?
1: Talk!
2: What? Talk! What? 4.05, 5, Thursday
3: afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, K I B A B Q dot FM, rockoftalk dot 550. 5,500 is the number to call or text in this afternoon. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. We are podcasting only if you subscribe at www.rockoftalk.chat. And don't forget to app us at rockoftalk.com and rockoftalk.tv. Free to you and me until July. And uh, we'll be charging uh, for those apps. But if you got them free and you download now, hey, you'll get them free forever. That's just uh, sort of the way that it goes. Membership has its privileges. Especially if you're in early, D. Dowd, Muska, in for a, well, uh, there it is. The sunshine comes. Uh, we still haven't gotten above freezing today, but somehow the roads are all okay. And yesterday was an absolute disaster for people trying to get home to the west side. Free rancho and all the uh, various parts in between. Some people didn't get home at all last night. I actually got a few stories uh, about that uh, from various people. I won't share too much, but long and short of it, uh, boy, don't you wish somebody else is running your Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office, uh, they were non-responsive, reporting 54 crashes. Finally just uh, threw in the towel, gave up. Same thing with Mayor Tim Keller. So you have Manny Gonzalez's BCSO. You got Mayor Tim Keller's uh, city of Albuquerque not prepared. And uh, look, folks, uh, hey, we, we all made it through a 24, treacherous 24 hours. Uh, we told you how it was going to go. And uh, Bob's your uncle. That's the way exactly it went. And, you know, certainly the state of New Mexico wasn't uh, uh, ready for it Uh as usual, many stranded cars throughout everywhere, but uh, glad you made it, uh, you and yours, for our Thursday afternoon live broadcast right here in the Kiva D-Dowd 1. Fun for us, but nobody else. How are you?
4: Uh, quite well, Eddie. You know, I really feel for people who got... Got uh, well. I won't use a vulgar term, but uh, let's just say they weren't uh, treated well. They were abandoned by the public servants who were supposed to help them. And as you said, you know, the, we knew this was coming. We had plenty of warning. Um, I, I was lucky enough to broadcast from home yesterday and today. Uh, and it's and up here. You want. <laughs> it, yeah. It, well, it's true. And up here, we're good uh, in the north north part of the city. The roads are pretty clear. But boy, uh, I would have hated to have been out yesterday. Uh, and uh, I guess thank goodness for digital technology.
3: Mm, it is good, and it's working good. Uh, by the way, folks, that's your cue to download the app at abq.fmrockoftalk.com. In today's uh, broadcast, third hour, live interview with uh, Jay Block. So he'll be in here in the Kiva, uh, gubernatorial candidate. He has uh, filed his numbers uh, up in Santa Fe, so we'll get to know Jay. What do you we mean we'll get to know him? We know Jay, so Jay Block will be in. Uh, hour two, whoa, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll include Randy Andy. A little modern sexuality, will finally get to that as well. Some interesting uh, stories there. University of Pennsylvania Law Group, state legislature and the eviction ban in New York City. Hour one, well, it's no fun because it's all the economy. And we've got a lot to uh, talk about here, folks. You think you're in good shape? You aren't. Uh, we are not in good shape, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Things are not going well um, across the country. Uh, regardless of what the stock market is doing, um, things are... You know, ready to kind of uh, set to fail. Uh, there are, you know, people that are out in the market who are saying that it's going to continue to, you know, be bright skies, big city, but it's uh, just really not. Uh, it, we expected to be back to normal. Okay. I think that's what we were all expecting. If we were looking at 2020, 2021, we were expecting a re election. Uh, if you look back to March of 2020, oh, this will be a blip uh, 15 days to uh, 15 months to flatten the curve, never got to flattening the curve. Uh, when it came to COVID. And then a whole other slew of things came in, uh, including the artificial stimulus, uh, the uh, printing of $12 trillion of money that went various places. And that spells disaster because we've got inflationary uh, uh, issues. And then, you know, it's like anything. If you artificially bolster stuff, eventually you're going to feel like you can't do it without whatever you, is artificially bolstering you. Money, confidence, I don't know. You're lucky, good luck luck's rabbit foot. I don't know what it is that keeps people going, but your confidence uh, really sags and wanes. And what's hurting right now are gonna be two issues that nobody is really paying attention to at all. They're not looking at them, they're not thinking about them, but there's two places that are impacting every single one of us, regardless of whether or not you're in the market for anything, because we're all in the market for food. Okay, and there's two shortages that are gonna impact us. The first, yeah, no one's thinking of it, fertilizer shortage. Wall Street Journal reporting that high fertilizer prices are weighing on farmers across the developing world right now. It's costlier to cultivate and it's forcing many to cut back on production. Shortages equal higher prices. That's already in addition to the supply chain issues, which we'll get into a little bit later on this hour. We can talk about Canada, we can talk about the ports, we can talk about the the various things that are constraining your ability to get those shelves stocked, right? Well, now we've got a production issue, folks. People are hungrier now than ever. There's more homeless and there's more hungry people now than ever, especially around the world. What about the job losses that occurred during the pandemic, people were going without food, right? Well, it's not as bad as you might think because we still printed money, but there's more money chasing less goods, meaning everything is a lot more expensive. Well, let's think about the undeveloped world or third world if you're politically incorrect like me. The reduction of agricultural output in Africa, Latin America could short us food for nearly 100 million people. Yeah, it's that big. And the fertilizer, there's two different types, and I don't know a whole lot about it. But the prices for phosphorus-based, potassium-based, we do have an agricultural guy who grows apples up in Connecticut. His name, Dow 3000. Also, fertilizers have more than doubled in Kansas. Nitrogen-based fertilizers have more than quadruple. The price is too expensive. Farmers are going to pass those production costs onto the table. Not to mention, we're not going to be subsidizing uh, many of these farmers quite the way that we were. A lot less food is going to be grown, folks. You know what's happening in North Korea? This this is bad. You want to see how bad the fertilizer? They're actually telling their own citizens to create homemade fertilizer. Yeah, go take a dump in the yard, remulch it, and then grow in that. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. It's before dinner. Relax. We're we're gonna we're gonna power through, folks. You guys powered through that uh, big uh, winter storm yesterday. You can power through human fecal matter to produce your own. Yeah, it's not that bad. Okay, we're not communist yet. Yet. Like, province told the uh, Daily North Korean that residents had started producing fertilizer from human waste. Hmm. So most of you guys go from the fridge. Straight to your computers or to the toilet to read the daily news on your handheld. Yes, uh, since we've already uh, visited the commode either out in the yard or in your home, uh, we'll, we'll keep it there, shall we? Why, uh, why Why do I bring up the computers? Because that's the second shortage, folks. The chip, the chip shortage is impacting everything. And it's not just computers because you don't need them. I think less and less people are using their laptops. The people who are actually using them, like Dowd and I or computers, you know, we're pretty productive on the computers. We do lots of stuff on them. Here's what's happening when it comes to computer chips. Brand new report coming out from semiconductor supply chain. Remember, you have Intel that was just invested billions of dollars in Ohio and Arizona, not New Mexico. The report actually provided data driven information about the depths of the semiconductor shortage. And underscore the need for the president's proposed $52 billion in domestic semiconductor production. Here's the inventory. Back in 2019, there was probably about 40 days of inventory at any one time. Folks, they can't find chips right now. It's hand to mouth less than five days at this point. If you could even find them. What happens when that happens? They can't produce new machines, new manufacturing, new phones, new computers, new cars. Yeah, that's the big one, right? We got to go from place to place. Are we just going to be, what about all the fancy chips that are running every utility in your house now? Measuring this, looking at that. Let's just imagine for a moment if a COVID outbreak or a disaster or some sort of disruption happens in a semiconductor facility for, for even just a few weeks. It will shut down a manufacturing facility in the U.S. And where do those workers go? Nowhere. And those computer chips? Medical devices. What about that? Short supply as well. Let's just talk about the inflationary pressures for a moment. Well, I've got you in a good mood. Auto prices up, used car auto prices up 37%. The 2021 auto prices drove, drove one third of all inflation without even hitting the gas pedal, folks. There was nothing out there. Eight million fewer cars were produced than what was actually expected and forecasted. This year is going to be worse. And most people are milling it in. I don't have to go to work. Don't worry about it. We can uh, make do with what we have. Well, m- all while the uh, stock market's at an all-time, I don't even know where it was today. What what, what did the stock market uh, do today? By, by the way, officially 12 degrees in Angel Fire, uh, FY. Dow Jones up. 0.68% at 35,640, no, no, down, excuse me, 35,111, down 1.45%. NASDAQ tumbling, Facebook, hey. PayPal, all the tech companies going down, down 3.74. Some are reading the S&P 500, down 2.44% at 4,477. Yeah, they're gearing up. Microsoft down 3.9%. Google down 3.3%. Not looking good out there. And down, most
4: importantly, Eddie, Virgin Galactic is down below eight dollars and fifty cents. I've I, I've go. lost 50% of my investment.
3: <laughs> Guess what else is down today, folks? Like you've never seen it down before. Yeah, Zuck. Zuck the cuck. Down 26.39%, as people don't like meta. Not Meta World Peace, no, not number ninety nine. The Los Angeles Lakers, who who beat the tar out of the Indiana Pacers when he was a Piston. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, Meta World Peace, ironically named himself, by the way. Twenty six point three nine percent. If you own Facebook, you you took it in the shorts along with Zuck and uh, his uh, progressive uh, communist wife. What's her name? Chan? Chan Zuckerberg? Yes, yes. I think it's a Chan. We get it, but i digress so okay so let, let's get back to the chip production why is this happening because we are so dependent upon chip production in asia and here's what's really interesting where does all of the computer chip production in the world come from not to mention the best navy seals in the world uh sorry us it, it's no longer you it is actually taiwanese you might want to watch that film on uh, taiwanese uh sales wow. just just see what they do yeah they're doing more than jumping out of uh 300 foot buildings without a parachute. Yeah, way more. Taiwan accounts for 63%. What if China invades Taiwan? And all the computer chips are gone. What what is the United States going to do? How in the world are we going to be able to function at that point? Think about that. This is all the stuff that could be happening up happening this year. Wake up everybody. It's the great reset, ladies and gentlemen. And it's being led by two things. And COVID ain't the worst of it. It's inflation. This worldwide Ponzi scheme might be finally coming to an end, folks. Yes, the artificial stimulus, the uh, all-time low interest rates, if you don't own it, boy, you don't own it. They're coming for it, folks. The Fed is trapped. They won't be able to make it out. They can't artificially stimulate the economy any longer. they're they're caught between well do we want to go ahead and take our bath now when do we want to take it later it's going to start in march if facebook's down 26 percent, if the market's down three and a half percent these politicians aren't going to be able to deliver on well we've got a growing economy here's what we need to do inflation is now the number one issue folks this is all about the central banks and they've got to tighten it up because they have given you money for the last two years while you sat at home and cried about COVID. Uh. The only thing that can change anything is getting back to basics. What, what, what is that? A market economy, capitalism. You know those truckers out there that are doing their thing? Yeah, that's capitalism. Those are guys that saying, we don't want to restrict where we can spend our money and we don't want to restrict where we can make our money. We want to be able to cross in and out of countries, out of states. We don't need vax cards. We need to go ahead and get these things, speed to market as quickly as we possibly can. It's our job every day here, folks, in the Kiva, to educate you. This realist approach to things, We've been waking you up for a very long time. Unfortunately, half of the state of New Mexico, well, let's put it, 90% of the state of New Mexico who doesn't listen to us, they're fast asleep and they're woke and they think that the progressive policies are going to save them. They're the ones that created this inflation. Let's just go right to Joe Biden. We'll talk about him tomorrow. What do we know about Joe Biden? Removing the Keystone XL pipeline. Immediately, what happened with gas? I did that. You see all the stickers at all the gas station. Yeah, he did do that. Keystone and XL out of the way. Hopefully you weren't in your electric cars. You had to sleep in your electric cars going to Corrales in that 12-mile, you know, uh, drive back home last night. Uh, I was laughing right at all you little silver hair ponytail crowd in the Corrales area. Now, you guys were stuck in traffic for days, but at least you guys got to not move and stay in front of your favorite brewery, Ex Novo. But I digress. You guys are increasingly pessimistic out there. The realists are not. We know where it's at, we know what's actually happening. Let's just give you a, a realistic viewpoint of some of the stats and the information that's coming up. Your personal finances, you don't feel that great about them. You don't feel very good because you're no longer receiving that government money, GOVT money, household income has now declined from the spikes that occurred as the government-distributed pandemic-related stimuluses have stopped. I'm going to tell you something else about the housing market at the beginning of hour two that's going to blow your mind. Wages, benefits have continued to increase. Oh, you you're, you want more wages, but you don't want to go to work. 41% of consumers right now are citing high prices as a reason not to buy. They're waiting. They're not spending any money. They're holding on to that money because they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. What about supply constraints? Yeah, the truckers, the strikes, the ports, uh, the lack of ability to go ahead and get it because factories are shut down or COVID outbreaks. What about the high consumer demand? All of a sudden, we're all going for that one thing. Those are driving those prices up. Folks, we just saw the largest wage gain in the last 40 years. Leisure and hospitality jobs have recovered 2.6 million positions as well. People are trying to get out and do something you're going to see continued recovery but it's not going to be the kind of recovery that you were hoping for because we have the great resignation coming in as people are absolutely checking out of their jobs because they're sitting on enough cash to go ahead and start measuring out their time and find out what they really want to do including those teachers so we had a lot of rapid growth in 21 but you're not going to see that rapid growth in 2022 and they come up and it's finally here for America you can't measure it through gdp we'll talk about why And in our next segment we'll talk about consumer confidence the waning consumer confidence going forward and how you are not feeling very confident at all 550 5,500. that's 550 5,500. Dowd, your thoughts
4: yeah uh, just fun facts to before we go to uh, fun facts before we go to break uh, ladies and gentlemen the 250 million dollar decline in market cap uh, that facebook experienced today you want to talk about A crazy economic time we're in, that $250 million loss is larger than the entire market cap of Netflix. It is larger than the entire market cap of Intel. It is larger, again, the loss today is larger than the entire market cap of Comcast. It is larger, I'm just looking at the the stock prices right now in real time, it is larger than the market cap of Colin Kaepernick's beloved Nike. That was a big loss today. Uh, Eddie, we are cursed, as the Chinese would say, in living in interesting times. I I fear things are only going to get more interesting.
3: Well, it's National Take a Cruise Day. Maybe you and I should check out for a little while and let these guys uh, have their life. By the way, it's, this was the day the music died, and uh, it was on this day in music history. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and, of course, the big bopper, were killed in a plane crash. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, AM sixteen hundred KIVA, ABQ Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the big buffalo
1: speaking. Oh, you sweet life. Do I want Will I want Oh baby You know what I like Chantilly lace And a pretty face And a pony tail Hanging down a in the walk And a in to talk Make world go around there Ain't nothing in the world Like a big-eyed girl That make me act so funny
3: It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. A tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else.
4: Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863.
3: No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes... So the dress, the Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van two five six one two five five. 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at
2: waltarnold.com.
3: don't forget to tell your friends family and your world what your favorite radio station is the rock of talk at abq.fm and am 1600 kiva the kiva here in albuquerque Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S 256-1255. That's 256-1255, or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com.
1: Excuse me
3: Well, little Jimmy Hendrix back in sixty seven records that song on this day in sixty seven and the old-time greats part of the 27 club of course uh we play a lot of Jimi hendrix uh why well because uh he was the best that's exactly why Uh, 550 5500 uh also i was watching the road last night cormac mccarthy's uh i don't know if you have seen that down but uh -hmm. i almost feel like we're sort of uh, in that mode right now where we're you know gonna be famished uh the world is just you know earthquakes Armageddon's happening and, uh, you know, you're trying to protect the next generation while cannibalism starts uh, seeping in. And it, it sort of feels a little, you know, uh, Armageddon-ish, if you will. I don't even know. It does. It does. It's, a, it's a sounds a ridiculous thing to say, but it, it, it does. You feel like you're on the, the cusp of something uh, big about to happen. And in fact, uh, Glenn Beck has been doing a little bit of apocalyptic uh, forecasting, uh, if you will. Uh, I'm not sure that that's in order for political talk show hosts, but, uh, I, I, know that, uh, you know, Glenn is, is usually pretty good about guessing more or less where things are going to go. And, uh, I think he's got a pretty good finger on the pulse of a lot of things. So we will see how it all comes out.
4: I will say that we have not reached the point, Eddie, where the living envy the dead, uh, <laughs> we, when, when, when we reach that point, we know all is lost. <laughs>
3: All right, let's start first. And you know what's going to come from the economy? You know, it's going to come from a lack of provisions, right? Whatever that happens to be, whatever you need to live. And we can't guess for everybody. Okay. So you have the White House, you have the government. You, it, it, Interestingly enough, they've been bringing up 1984 lately. Joe Biden has been saying, you know, this is the best economy since 1984. The fastest expansion Only Democrats can clean up what Donald Trump has ultimately left behind, right? Well, if you go to sort of some micro areas and you start looking at things like the, I don't know, local bank and economic boards are putting together. In Atlanta, a report from GDP Now for the first quarter is the complete and total opposite of everything that the White House and the government's telling you. The initial January 28th estimate, according to the Atlanta Fed, estimates the economy will grow just by 0.1% in the first quarter of this year. U.S. economy on the cusp of contraction. The word stagflation, what is that? No economic growth and growth in prices. You know where you see that? You see that in third world countries. Prices start to increase. We can't find ways to bring stuff in. No one's wanting to work, right? And there's no economic growth yet. Prices continue to go up. Stagflation. They think that that's a reality 2Q, 3Q, 22. All the market analysis are saying recession is inevitable at this point. These are economists. These aren't people who are trading on the market. These ones, hey, you got to buy, get in while it's hot. We're going to forty k. We're going to forty five k. A lot of surveys and reports suggest that, you know, money managers, investors, oh, there's not going to be a recession. No, we're going to be just fine. Look at our prospectus for twenty three through twenty five. Let's not forget who Wall Street was behind, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the money printers, the Democrats, and the statists who just wanted to continue to basically leverage your children's, 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 children's future on this generation. You know, one of the things that they use, right? The GDP, it's a horrible way to measure. I'm an economist. I know. GDP isn't a good assessment. You're going to be looking at that GDP number, growth of six, seven percent. What about inflation? What are the prices that GDP may have grown? Well, in regards to what? In regards to the amount of GDP lost and 20 and 21, let's not forget that. How do you grow without that kind of loss? You know, if you lose X amount in the market, it takes X plus Y amount to make that up just to break even. You have to do better than you did before and we are not. The slingshot that needs to happen in order to get back to, you know, ground zero, March 13th, 2020, nearly a month away, folks, before we enter year three of this covid Glenn talked about this. This is what you as normal, normal mom, pa, Joe blows out there. What do they call Joe Sixpack? Is that guy still around? Didn't he run for something? I think Joe Sixpack did. His six pack is costing a lot more. He might be making a lot more, but hell rents a lot more, and Joe can't six pack. Joe can't uh, afford to get two six packs anymore. That's where he's at. And he's got no time to do it. And if he does, well, he's got to go take the two to three hours it takes to get the test because Joe Sixpack doesn't want to get the COVID test. Here's what happened to kick off the year, folks. This is how confident people are feeling. Consumer spending dropped. As I just told you, Americans don't want to spend any money. Spending fell by the most since three years ago. According to the report from the Department of Commerce, its very own government, purchase of goods and services adjusted for changes in prices decreased by 1% from last November. This is the big one. Here comes the big one. The personal consumption expenditures price gauge, remember, changes in prices decreased by 1%, adjusted for changes in prices, purchase of goods declined, right? An index used by the Fed reserved to assess, assess inflation rose by 0.4% from the past month and overall annually by nearly 6%. The most significant increase in inflation since 1982. folks. Labor costs, that's up 4%. Largest increase since 2001. People continue to file for unemployment at rates that defy any and all predictions at this point. Inflation is straining every aspect of American life. According to one guy, $3 tacos aren't $3 tacos anymore. (laughs) Let's talk about fast food, shall we? I mean, these are people who are trying to bring inflation under control, right? What are they doing? Now we're going to hike interest rates. Well, you've been artificially stimulating it for how long? You want to go ahead and prevent future hikes in the future? You're not going to be able to do that once you start doing this because, you know, it's already hot. It's already too hot. You're reacting too late. So let's go to where uh, we all go at least. I don't know. I don't go there at all, but I will stop there when I have my kids. to go and got to stop at a fast food joint. They love Chick-fil-A, you know. I like Chick-fil-A because you get exactly the same number of napkins. You don't get ketchup unless you ask for it. You don't get the side trip of sauces that unless you ask specifically for the sauces that you have. I mean, it's just that's just the way Chick-fil-A works, right? Chick-fil-A has been skimping out on chicken lately. So as McDonald's, so as Domino's, so as the king. That's right. Here's what's happening in McDonald's right now. The dollar menu going away. D- Denny's you want a gourmet omelet now? You're not going to be able to just get moons over my hammy for $7.99. No way. That's a $10.99 plate now. Denny's actually is changing their whole entire strategy. Remember, you can go there with 10 bucks with the tip, coffee, and and breakfast, and you're set to go in and out on your way. Maybe even a free paper in the front. Denny's is promoting fewer low cost items on its menu. And here's what they're doing: the pancake deal starting at four dollars. They 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 got that. But they don't have any of the value many of items between 2 and $8. That is gone. Why? Because the annual increase in prices. And most importantly, the supply chain. We're going to get to Canada next. Justin Trudeau, we're coming for you. That's what he thinks, by the way. I don't know if you know that. He's hiding out. He's hiding out. He thinks we're literally... I think he thinks maybe after he put blackface and he wanted to join the KKK that we're going to go and try and lynch him. Is that what he thinks now? I think it might be. They're finally coming after me. Restaurant prices rose 6% in the year ended in December of 2021. According to Black Box Intelligence, 2021 versus 2019. People are pissed they're angry. They're jumping on Google reviews or Yelp or help, or I don't know, whatever you guys use to rate your restaurants. And they're like getting triple the number of negative feedback because people are saying, well, these fast food brands, it's not worth it. It's overpriced. It's a waste of money because you're so used to your dollar meals. McDonald's started its dollar menu way back in 2002. Remember the value items that you were getting one, two or $3. It's like, Whoa, $6. I can uh, go ahead and fill my tummy. Double, double cheese, double green chili cheeseburger, right? Wasn't that like the two dollars thing? You're like, oh, I could get that. What about the dollar coke, two dollar cheeseburger, like three, four, three, four, fourteen, please? I'm like, whoa, that full lunch, dollar fry, two dollar double cheese, and a dollar coke, you're all ready to go. Just a, a fast uh, blow of, I don't know, eleven 1, hundred calories for, 400, for four hundred for four bucks. That's nothing. Here's what's happened with the combo meals since 2016, all the way until today. 140 combo and value meals are only available. That's less than the 300 that were available since 2016. That's how many combo value meals that were in all the restaurants. Burger King has been reducing its number of value items since late last year. Why? Well, inflation. Consumers are not wanting to hang out at the, at, at the King. I don't even know where there's, there is a Burger King. It's right next to the, the subway there where a man got shot last year. Changes including lifting price caps on value item menus, reducing the number of nuggets from 10 to 8 pieces in one deal, and increasing nugget, french fry, and bacon cheeseburger prices. What about Domino's? Here's what's happening. They're increasing 8 to 10% this year compared to 2021. I couldn't figure out the $5 deal, how they were getting away with that for so long. It used to boggle my mind. Like, How are they delivering pizzas for $5, and if they get it wrong, they're going to come back and give me another pizza? without returning the previous pizza. That, that's always kind of uh, gotten me with that. Well, here's here you go, kids, especially you university attendees. A guy by the name of Cameron Schultes, 24-year-old university student, and, and this is the takeaway, folks. In Colorado, just north, said he used to live off the McDonald's value mill. Now, there, there's no picture of him. I don't want to see him, a man who lives off the McDonald's value mill. But, but nonetheless, you, you, you get my drift. But he found recently he can't readily save as much money there. He says I can potentially get a meal that's more healthy and arguably tastes better for around the same price at a grocery store. Maybe, maybe we can use this in a positive manner and get uh, the Cameron's of the world to stop uh, fast fooding their way. But you know, he's not going to have more beer money. Uh, if he's wanting to be Joe Sixpack. it's going to be one craft beer and, uh, back home to the, uh, Estudiante Village to go ahead and study for the rest of the night. 550, 5,500
4: out. Yeah, uh, it's funny, Eddie. I don't know about you, but uh, I've noticed in recent years the uh, the grocery stores have really been coming forward with a tremendous amount of competition for uh, all the, the restaurants for that like fast service. They have a lot of those ready-made meals. You can take them home. It could be a salad, or they do this big salad bar at the grocery store, or just something you can pop in the microwave. And it's almost like grocery stores are transitioning to a time when you're not going to be taking home ingredients. You're taking home a, a completely ready-made meal. And uh, it, it's interesting. The data on people, people 50 years ago would not even understand how much we buy our food ready to go i mean th- in the old days it was mama made d- dinner every night or or you know she made her husband the sandwich that he had at work when he went off in the morning i mean that that whole culture has changed just greatly greatly
3: yeah it's all different uh, you know your money's only going to go so far and all these guys are uh, at some point it's going to register in their little 15 dollars minimum wage and you know the rest of the stuff we're printing money and getting their debt loans uh, for education forgiven and everything it's finally going to you know kind of catch up to them all. So uh, there you go. On this day back in 79, The Blues Brothers Briefcase Full of Blues reached number 1 on the album chart. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA BBQ.fm. RockofTalk.com. Sweet Home Chicago
1: 442. 62 is 8. Come on baby, don't you. Chicago.
2: Something wonderful like all chocolate
3: dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams? Even red chili bars. Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com.
5: Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311-MANAL or call us at 881-6863. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco. Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow
2: at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281, or visit crowaboutmoney.com.
1: Are you fooling yourself about
6: your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support. To move toward your goals, call Tom
7: Crow at 243-2281.
3: No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress, the Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard.
5: When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices.
0: Mark Caruso is a former insurance company attorney who now works with victims.
5: Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000, carusolaw.com.
3: This is David Allen Staley, while I may not be a radio personality, I am a Medicare advisor in real life, not just on the radio. Call 505-350-3858. I'd like to help you figure out what you've got, show you what's hot and what's not, with all the new Medicare benefits out there. Call me, David Allen Staley, at 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. This is The Rock of Talk. It's only teenage
1: wasteland. Teenage wasteland. Oh, yeah. They're all
3: No, it's just Pete Townsend who was wasted. Very wasted. Uh, yes, uh, the guy that you hear there strumming the guitar. He was wasted uh, back in 81 at a concert by the who in london he drank dowd four bottles of brandy no fine girl just four bottles of brandy on stage and instead of playing mouthed off to the crowd his uh, band-aids kept playing without him the whole time uh, i don't think they got here and i don't think he was able to destroy his guitar either so there you go rock, and roll. <laughs> rock, and, rock and roll there it is so. Pete Pete Townsend, uh, yeah, yeah, he's all wasted. Uh, We didn't realize they were talking about him. 550, 5,500 right here in the heat on this beautiful sunny afternoon. boy. Might as well be, you know, uh, sun tanning weather out there. There's not a cloud in the sky. The snow has melted. Everybody's fine. Uh, It's a classic uh, New Mexico rebound. Uh, It's the only thing. We rebound on uh, everything but our economy. Uh, It just uh, continues to... Yeah, down, 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 down. All right, so let's uh, get into it, shall we? We've covered the economy. We've covered consumer confidence. And, well, now we're going to tell you what's happening up uh, north. Hey, he's a hoser, eh? He's a hoser. Remember that great movie, Strange Brew? Remember they, they were all trying to, you know, the Canadians? Uh, it's like, yeah. I just love that, that movie. I was I was, I was so into it. McKenzie that? Brothers. Yeah. there's a, How come that's not on uh, AFI's top 400? That's one of the best. Yeah. Justin Trudeau. The pansy, the guy with the wavy hair. You know what he should be named? He's like that guy on, uh, what is that? Pretty in Pink, right? Blaine. 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 Or Blair. (laughs) Blair or Blaine. (laughs) You know what's a real name? Eddie. What happened to Eddie, Johnny, Bobby, Blaine, Todd? Right, a great little bit there by... uh, George Carlin, the best. Uh, okay. He and his family have left their home <laughs> in Ottawa. I didn't know the capital of Canada was Ottawa. I would have missed that on the Trivial Pursuit, by the way. For a secret location, as up to 50,000 truckers gather to protest against the country's vaccine. Now, this is from last week, of course. You know that this happened on the 26th and the the, the 27th. This was, it set the record if they were actually tracking it, for the Guinness Book of World Records, longest caravan, longest convoy in history. Yeah. In Canada. They did this in Canada. In the cold in January. Thousands of other protesters joined in, okay? People calmly marched. We told you yesterday, without masks, up and down the street. I mean, yeah, Philip Castongue said, I want it all to stop. These measures are unjustified. Hey, uh, we feel you, Philip, down here in uh, Nuevo Mexico. A lot of Canadians like to go to Mexico. They just skipped the United States altogether, and they uh, vacation down in the Gulf of Mexico. That's right, That uh, Johnny e. Mellencamp song, you know where that's going. He had driven seven hours from Quebec to make his feelings known. <laughs> Even the soft French, right? Runs want to hold on. The vaccination requirements are taking us toward a new society we never voted for. Hmm. Maybe you didn't vote uh, altogether. Can't wait to talk about that. Oh, the new uh, the new uh, movie by Dinesh D'Souza coming out. I believe August, September, prior to the midterm called Two Thousand Mules. Yeah, they checked those guys that stole the election with GPS. Trudeau said last Friday that truckers' views, which he described as anti-science, anti-government, society posed a risk not only to themselves but to other Canadians as well. So the Canadian Trucking Alliance and uh, major industry groups said the vast majority of the country's truck drivers are vaccinated. Don't worry about us. Don't worry about the protests. It is strongly disapproved of the gathering in Ottawa. Oh, those unions, boy, they know where they get their money right now. Oh, those unions, they're, they're so good at it. So Trudeau is running. He's scared of the hurly-burly burly, scary truckers out there who are, are going to come to lynch him. I love that blackface reference, by the way, but that's what he's most well known for. Let's not forget that—that's the only thing you know Trudeau for. Is uh, the the white guy who put on blackface back in uh, college? They're not commenting on his location for security reason. What a pansy, huh? Reagan would walk right out, shake people's hands, and he'd look at Sean, Sam Donaldson out in the, in the eye and uh, have his entire uh, convoy that's surrounding him get shot several times and be like, oh, I'm back out on the streets in the next month.
4: Nixon went out in the middle of the night to the Lincoln Memorial to talk to the hippies.
3: There you go. Oh. Trudeau, True Pansy. They don't make them like they used to. Nixon, one of the best presidents in history, by the way, defeating George Wallace. <clears throat> These people are angry. They're saying, I can't go on holiday. I can't go to a restaurant. I can't go bowling. I can't go. Sounds like a New Mexican, doesn't it? What what are you guys doing? You guys setting up a Canadian uh, trucker convoy? By the way, the United States, just to think you're going to get off easy, the U.S. is also requiring Canadian truckers to provide proof of vaccination. to to the United States. Yeah, yeah. Just to think you think we're better than them. We are not. Vaccinations were mandated for federal workers last year, folks. And they're doing the same thing that they're doing here with Joe Biden in the United States. So this massive trucker convoy, 70 kilometers long. By the way, uh, that's the metric system that they use up there. That's about roughly 40 miles. 16,000 truck drivers, 15% of all the truckers, as I stated, setting the longest convoy in recorded history, folks. 40 miles, which is eight times longer than the previously recorded one in Egypt, no less. Trudeau calling everything unacceptable at this point. What happens economically when these truckers stop everything? I hope they do that here. I know they're planning on doing it here, but I've got to follow through. If these guys can't cross to and fro state to state, if they can't cross to and fro Canada, right, NAFTA, United States, then what happens to everything? Everything stops, becomes more expensive. The perishables perish. The consumables never get consumed. The durables, well, they're durable. And they'll just sit there and gather rust up in Ottawa or wherever they happen to be. This freedom convoy, what is Trudeau hiding from? What's happening? What's happened, what, the uh, 29th and 30th? What, what, what's going on? Well, according to them, they're not needing any bio, uh, they're 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 playing hockey in the streets, folks. <laughs> They're literally playing street hockey in the streets. That's what they're doing. Their goal to stop all public health mandates altogether. It's beyond what they're dealing with. They're taking it for their country. These people, as one guy was carrying a sign, said, Justin Trudeau makes me ashamed to be Canadian. Ottawa police said the protests were peaceful, Dowd. They have, uh, have been no incidents of violence or any injuries. There you go. What do they plan on doing? Well, they continue to be parked right there. And despite the uh, country reporting that these guys are anti-patriotic, that they're not doing something on behalf, Donald Trump recognized them, pointed to them. What did he say? He says, we want those great Canadian truckers to know that we are with them all the way. They are doing more to defend American freedom than Lindsey Graham. No, he didn't say that. He said <laughs> freedom than our leaders <laughs> by far. Yes, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> and Lindsey Graham. And the turtle. Tesla CEO Elon Musk also stated his support for the Canadian truckers as well, folks. Yes, right there. Well, there are a lot of U.S. people who are involved in that convoy. Okay. The protests in Ottawa have sparked a lot of the same January 6th criminal investigations. They're risking themselves out there. These are people that if they get filmed, their truck is being tracked with GPS. Yes. The government in Canada is going to come down on them. They're willing to risk it. There's GoFundMe campaigns now for the Freedom Convoy. You can find it on there. It's called Wexit, uh, by the way. The movement pushing for Alberta to separate from Canada altogether. It's raised $8 million. We mentioned Trump. We mentioned Elon Musk and all of this. Musk is probably going to donate uh, some serious cash to this. And I think with uh, good reason. Remember, what does he depend upon? These very same truckers to get his batteries out to Austin, Texas, so he can manufacture those Teslas. He sees the writing on the wall. Well, tell me a little bit about this U.S. trucker convoy that's coming in. Facebook group organizing the U.S. convoy, 130,000 members has been kicked off of Facebook, down 26%. Down, by the way, Dowd, not 250 million, 250 billion, as we got corrected by one of our listeners. Billion. With a B. Yep. A quarter of a trillion dollars. What are they saying about the convoys? Being promoted by right-wing extremists. What happens with the Facebook posts? They all get taken down. Folks, we've had it with these draconian measures. If The truckers are going to stand up on our behalf and risk their own lives to do it. Those guys get paid a lot of money and they drive for companies like Amazon. Where would Amazon be without the truckers, right? And we've seen right now with what happened with Whole Foods in our commentary on uh, yesterday. We do not want to see Black Lives Matter on our Whole Foods stuff. That's an Amazon company as well, folks. People are ready to move on from all of this altogether. And I think that they're striking at the right time. People who are angry that the governments have shown some sort of indifference to, you know, the restaurants or or small business owners or or salons even, right? Uh, Hair and nail salons, I think is what's making people really angry and it's forcing everybody to come together. We know that our president, Joe Biden, let's go Brandon, has misled us on all this. In fact, he thought that he was going to be able to save us from COVID. Now he's thrown in the towel for that altogether and he's decided to go ahead And uh, jump into cancer. Yes. He's moved on to cancer. Yeah, it's all, it's all, cut that in half. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So let's see if we can get this convoy going uh, in spite of uh, Facebook uh, shutting it down. Dowd, your thoughts.
4: Well, my thoughts about uh, the, a, a similar event in, in the United States, one of the worst things you can do in terms of influence, lobbying, politics, elections is threaten something and not perform. So if we're going to do this convoy, folks, let's do it, you know, don't, don't, if, if, and particularly given that Canada's kind of putting us to shame right now. Um, and the Facebook removing any group that has endorsed this before they got up to 130,000 members and then quickly tossed off, it's made me think a lot and I've I've struggled with this because you said over a year ago, you know, you cannot be a conservative, and I'm not a conservative, I'm a libertarian. I might throw in libertarian there and be on Facebook. You can't support people who hate you, people who deny the free exchange of ideas and concepts and the ability to organize digitally in our high tech society. Right. The idea that Facebook would shut down a group organizing a similar convoy when these are Americans attempting, planning to go to Washington and uh, for a redress of grievances to their leaders, it really shows you that this is all about ideology. It's not a free exchange platform to facilitate communications in, in our country and on our planet. And Eddie, it took me a while. You You were saying for weeks or months on end, you can't have a Facebook account anymore. You've got to get out of social media. And I walked away. And I still know a heck of a lot of people who call themselves Conservatives, Republicans, libertarians, constitutionalists who still have these accounts. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't forgive these people anymore. You have to walk away from these platforms. It. Uh, these are truly evil people. They closed down a group of people organizing a peaceful protest to go to Washington. That is how vile Silicon Valley has become. And Eddie Aragon said it over a year ago. You have to get off. Facebook in particular, and Twitter and some of these other major platforms. And I think Eddie
3: Aragon was right. All right, let's hit the top of the hour news. Back in five, D-Dowd Lasting parts of
8: the United States. Texas, one of the trouble spots with both Dallas airports among the leaders. Other cities, including Chicago, St. Louis, and Denver, are dealing with a bunch of cancellations. This as central Alabama may have been hit with some tornadoes. There are reports of some twisters touching down in Birmingham, but there are no reports of any injuries. Crude oil prices are skyrocketing. On Thursday, oil prices reached over $90 a barrel for the first time since 2014. In December, a barrel went for around 65 half bucks. The increase has also been resulting in higher gas prices across the country. More news at usaradio.com. This is USA
3: Radio News. Do you suffer from joint pain, knee pain, arthritis pain? Billy Gerard for Revive One, the roll-on pain reliever. Just shake it, roll it on, and feel the relief. I love snowboarding, but my knees, they feel the pain. Revive
0: One pain reliever changed all that. Shake it, roll it on, and I'm right back on the slopes.
3: Gail G. She said that Revive One relieved her pain and helped her and her husband enjoy their walks again. Put an end to your pain with Revive One. Try Revive One on your pain, risk free. Go to painfreeland.com That's painfreeland all one word.com. Use discount code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping Revive One is so confident it'll work for you, there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to painfreeland Land.com or call 877-577-2289.
0: The active ingredient in Revive 1 has been shown a temporary relief pain associated with arthritis, muscle strain, sprains, and more. Use
8: only as directed. President Biden is cheering a counterterrorism operation that killed
0: an ISIS leader. Talking from the Roosevelt Room, President Biden talks on the removal of an ISIS leader in Syria overnight.
6: Operating on my orders, United States military forces successfully moved a major terrorist threat to the world the global leader of ISIS, known as Haji Abdullah. He took over as leader of ISIS in uh, 2019 after the United States counterterrorism operation killed al-Baghdadi. Since then, ISIS has directed terrorist operations targeting Americans, our allies and our partners and countless civilians in the Middle East, Africa and in South Asia.
0: Haji Abdullah took his own life and people in his home with a suicide explosion. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Jobless
8: claims are down. The Labor Department saying 238,000 first-time claims for unemployment were filed last week. You're listening to USA Radio News. The Senate in session this Thursday and Senate Majority Leader from New York, Chuck Schumer, is making remarks on the Senate floor regarding President Biden's historic pledge to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court by the end of the month. He says the Senate is taking steps to make sure the high court is looking more like the country they serve by confirming qualified and diverse nominees. There have been 115 justices who have sat on the court since 1789. Only five of them have ever been women, none until 1981. Only two have been African-American, but never, never has there been an African-American woman who still make up barely 6% of the federal judiciary. He says he'll make sure the process is fair and quick as the Senate moves to replace retiring Justice Stephen Breyer. The Oakland County Prosecutor's Office is asking a judge to get James and Jennifer Crumley to stop communicating in court. The parents of the Oxford High School shooting suspect are facing involuntary manslaughter charges and have mouthed I love you to each other when they have been in hearings. The Prosecutor's Office calling it inappropriate and disrespectful communications. The Crumleys are being held on a $500,000 bond each. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
0: For those joints, boost your strength because it's official neutral Nutramedic- Albuquerque's Macro five Aggression. Five Eddie Aragon. The, the Rock five, of five. Talk. And
3: I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM KIV, BQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Dot com 550 AP 500. APS on a two-hour delay tomorrow. But just in case they uh school too hard today, they're already putting in for a two-hour delay tomorrow. There you go, folks. Uh, it's that easy. You just uh, stay at home. It's the land of manana, uh, as always, here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. D Musk Hour Two, just for me and you, and well, I guess whoever's not driving home today, because you all stayed home, so doubt it. it's just you and I. We can say whatever we want, do or offend whoever <laughs> we want. Not a whole lot of text coming in because uh hey, you guys uh, didn't go to work, so you don't have to check in with the kiva. That's fine. If you want to go ahead and do it on rerun replay, no, we're not talking about uh oh I love Shirley. Did you like uh Raj rerun and Dwayne on uh what's happening now? <laughs> well, that was course, great rerun. Course. He was great. Yeah. Uh he died, remember? We did that uh we did that yep. post mortem a long time ago. We did. <clears throat> yeah, he would uh, if that did, if he didn't die what he died of, that heart attack back in the day, uh, certainly COVID would have got his fat ass now. So, oh, hey, totally yeah, we, we can say whatever we want. There's nobody listening now.
4: <laughs> Fred Berry. He only made it to 2003. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Damn
3: it. Why'd you have to die, Fred? Damn it. Front the front. You know, he had some ladies in the front. That were just, oh, Fred, no.
1: Oh, Fred. They were just.
3: The front pew you know you can hire that as, as someone made that joke that they were going to hire some you know a uh, big fat black ladies uh, to kind of line the front pews uh,
1: oh my god i love him! you know
3: as like that would be kind of funny but that would be uh maybe you can find all supreme court justices that way uh we'll go ahead and uh talk a little bit about that six percent of the population so we'll keep the other 94 of our audience see we can say anything right here in the kiva hopefully you're uh, enjoying yourselves roku tv amazon fire and apple tv Oh, or exactly 0.0% of the population in Corrales. Is there any uh, uh, black women in Corrales? I'd like to know if you're there. You're welcome to call in. Let us know. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd like to keep track of you on the census. I doubt None you. that I you. recall. Yeah, I can't <laughs> Have you ever seen a black woman in Corrales?
4: uh we we do in corralis have a black man uh okay he, i knew that he, he drinks uh and he does a lot of odd jobs for uh pe- you know yard work for people but the silver-haired ponytails they like to uh, pay him 50 bucks here and there to sort of rake leaves and that that kind of stuff uh, do i don't think they nickname? really want him in their ha- in their house no. they can do the outside work you yeah know, not-
3: the nimby crowd yeah. yeah do they do they feed do they uh, you know do they do they have like a uh a- a catchy liberal name for them that they refer to him as i bet they do
4: oh a person in crisis i think isn't that what, oh, the, is the, that sheriff, what the sheriff yeah. calls them yeah i was thinking more
3: like you know scat man or something you know oh something, okay. yeah something right. like that they, they, they got to give him a, a name yeah there you guys the, your woke uh, corrales crowd that couldn't get home last night incidentally <laughs> they're on that uh, nine mile caravan through corrales uh, last night Pretty hilarious. Uh, very funny. 550, 50, 500. Uh, no, we're not going to offend all of you uh, today. Just all of you today. Uh, let's talk about housing, uh, shall we? Because it is going crazy. Yes. Uh, not in the way that you might think. Although my good friend and advertising on this great radio station, Tigo and Tracy Venturi, good people. And have been advertising, I think, what, eight plus years here on the radio station and you know, getting the good information out on uh, that. You know, you know. I'm trying to goad the guy who was calling me a racist yesterday, sarcastically, back into the Kiva. I'd love to get him back because, he remember, he says he's always listening, D-Dowd Muska. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, because I want to make sure that he knows that it's me who's saying these things. So pending home sales, ladies and gentlemen, defied predictions of a rebound at the year end, and not in the way that you might think. They fell 3.9%. Yes, we're finally hitting that other direction when it comes to home sales. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad thing, okay? Remember, we were up 21, 22% in 2021, and come 2022, it's going to go the other way. According to uh, one of the uh, economists, Yoon, I believe he used to be with... uh, I'm not Lawrence Yoon, the NAR, National Association of uh, Economists for Real Estate. Compared with a year ago, pending home sales fell 6.9%. Sales were down 10% or more in the Northeast and the West. Sales even fell in the Midwest and the South as well. Yoon says pending home sales faded toward the end of 21 as a diminished housing supply. That's what it is. There's no more houses to buy. You just put a house out there, and it's like 30 offers today. There's no new offers, no new options. Just put it up there. You don't even have to fix it up anymore. It's just going to sell. It's actually not, but there's people who actually think that. You have to market. You have to merchandise. You have to do the right thing. Get the highest price that you possibly can. You won't be able to do that without market data. so nice to see people. Oh, Someone's knocking on. hear that Down. someone was literally knocking on my door somewhere Mm. 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 finally coming for me i'm like justin trudeau right (laughs) we need to find our
4: secure underground location to broadcast from
3: eddie they're they're, they're coming for me they're coming i'm like uh kurtz in apocalypse now finally just gonna let you know who can kill me right i mean he just well it's, it's
4: it's good you mentioned that because we are beyond their petty line morality and therefore we are beyond caring my, my yeah. favorite line from the movie
3: <clears throat> oh yeah that's right i'm gonna hang out with the cambodians and become their god until they take me out that was kind of that was such a great movie by the way the all-time best if you haven't watched apocalypse now lately uh, i su- suggest that you watch apocalypse because the apocalypse is coming right now
4: we, we, are- live in, we live in the kind of an apocalypse now like insanity in America right now, Eddie. And it's even more intense in New Mexico. So I think we can relate to what Captain Willard went through.
3: Yeah. Kurtz. Home sales are expected to contract further this year. Sales are forecast to be down by 3% in 2022 compared with that last year. That would still make us up probably about 15%, 16% year over year. So still a pretty strong year. Yoon said the market will continue to endure minor reduction in sales as mortgage rates continue to edge higher. So what's driving all this? Well, it's the very same thing that we talked about in the first hour. These are things beyond the scope of any politician. If any politician's coming to tell you that they're gonna elect, they're gonna make your life better, it's literally impossible. Why? Because overall things are just not gonna be better. This is not the best time to run for any office, folks. Mind you, any office, period. (laughs) As in anything. Your life's about to suck here for the next three years, at least, if not longer. Prolonged downturn will happen. The people who were going to make money will probably end up making that much more money because it's all singles and doubles. Remember, you're not hitting the home run and you're playing the long game, so you got to be smart about it. Everybody's trying to make the quick buck, trying to get you take it in, uh, waiting for the next uh, dollar to come in from the government. Not going to happen. We'll get to the rental market in a second. Why you need to own. The Federal Reserve's decision to end its era of easy money. Notice I say era, era. Like, like this has been like the last how long? Remember, not one interest rate hike during. Uh, you got a job, you got a, you got a business. You didn't get there on your own. We did that for you, right? You know that Barack Obama. That's the worst Barack Obama imitation I ever heard. Don't worry, I agree with you. The era of easy money is rippling through the mortgage market, driving up the cost of buying a home. It's reversing course, winding down its purchases and laying the groundwork to shrink, folks. Nearly $3 trillion in a stockpile that it has built up. You go from QE, quantitative easing, to QT, and they're keeping it on the QT because they don't only want to go ahead and take all your money back all at once. Although you did disinvest from Facebook today. 26%. $250 $250 billion, gone. Market cap, $250 billion with a B. We earn it. Prices of treasuries also have fallen and yields have risen, meaning the cost of borrowing stands to climb across the board. Less demand for mortgage bonds means issuers must offer higher yields to attract investors. MBS, do you remember that? Mortgage-backed securities. Yeah, the sneeze heard around the world. $300 trillion in un Funded liabilities that continue to be there. I believe, Dowd, has anybody looked at the uh, national debt clock? Uh, Let's just take a look. I think we just hit a milestone Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Don't take the punchline all at once there, D-Dowd Muska, Dowd 3000, we're going to call the Dowd 30 trillion. (laughs) Yes, folks. 30.008 trillion oh 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 it's magic yep it's magic thirty trillion dollars that you've spent that we will never ever get to pay back because looking at I don't know the debt clocks this is my favorite part here look at the forward death the death clock we're gonna call that the debt the death clock time machine shall we let's uh let's let's forward it to twenty twenty six by the time uh you know maybe yours truly uh fifty two trillion dollars <laughs> so that's oh, all funny money who cares
0: make it stop. Make it
4: stop.
3: <laughs> uh china will own us at about 40 trillion by the way literally own us own us yeah your children will be speaking mandarin my my children are already trying to speak mandarin there you go they, they're teaching mandarin there's a good reason why purchases are winding down not it's all gloom and doom if you're in your house you know it's time to go ahead and play the musical chairs until the music has stopped. Watch Margin Call, okay? Watch the movie, watch Margin Call. I love Jeremy Irons. Like, I'm not a smart man. Does anybody <laughs> know I have this job? But he says it, he says, just waiting for the music
4: to stop." Talk, talk to me the way you would a third grader or a golden retriever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we're just doing the show for us. Uh, just uh, <laughs> yours and mine's. Mine's is. Way we say it up in Espa. Mines is. That's Mines is. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself too much. All right, let's talk about uh, where New Mexico is in the midst of all this. Good, good, good housing market uh, overall. If you're in it, you market it, you have a name and you put yourself out there and you do, do deals, like that's going to continue. You know, the frost, the cream rises to the top, you know. You're few and far between in transactions. Uh, time to look for another job. Ain't going to be a whole lot of home sales, folks. You're going to need the best expertise, period. Trust me on this. Let's look at New York City because that's a state and a city that we like to follow here in New Mexico for whatever reason. I just wished uh, Michelle Hongrisham would have followed Cuomo. All the way to a T, even right out of the fourth floor up in Santa Fe. Wouldn't that have been nice? But you know, we don't have those types of things. Uh-huh.
4: Still waiting for her statement on Cuomo. Remember that was uh, that was supposed to be coming up very that, quickly. Oh, yeah,
3: well, it, she still never released that groping. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe I...
4: that we we should issue a statement and we will issue a statement, but it hmm. never never happened.
3: And then she abruptly left the DGA. Off, uh, she was termed out after one year. I think she just came back Monday night. Came back on a big old jet airliner big old you think
4: it's tough for her to go to dc now and, no. and deal with the white house knowing that she expected to be hhs secretary and she didn't get it i mean it must be you know, very bitter bitter for her you
3: no know, you just put up with people like that i mean eventually you just know what they're going to do and i think people just put up with her and she knows that and like i said the woman has got the keys to the kingdom she knows how to work things she does she's, she's constantly in control yeah I mean, if she went to the White House, she's already calculated everything out her She's such a, a sociopath, psychopath, that she's already played out things 20 steps ahead. Yep. She, already has, she, she already knows who she's firing this summer. <laughs> she, she does. I guarantee. She knows how the election's going to play out. She's already invited probably Chris Ramirez and uh, Larry Barker in. We'll say, You're going to release this at this time. It, like you, The whole thing's plotted out. They're just playing into my hands, my little bitty... Little grubby hands. <laughs> well, here's what's happening in New York, right? They lifted the evictions. That's right. The landlord. The landlord. Remember what? What's the the rent's too damn high party? Is that still around? That's, <laughs> what happened to that guy? <laughs> that's the that's the party I'm a. Uh, that's the party I'm going to join. The rent too damn high. That's the party I got to join. Since New York State's ban on most evictions ended this month, the pace of evictions has been slow. Tenant attorneys worked to delay cases in court, and the governor requested more federal aid for rental assistance. So here's how it's all going there, folks. It's uh, very interesting right now because um, there are potentially, get this, 230,000 active eviction cases in New York City. People don't work. The rent's too damn high yeah, because you don't work. <laughs> Landlords entered on the first day, 231 eviction filings, filings in the week after the state moratorium expired. That's according to court records. Uh, get ready to listen up, New Mexico. Your name is going to be called Bueller. Bueller, a research group at Princeton University uh, analyzed by, quote, unquote, the eviction lab. We need that. Do we have an eviction lab here? I know we have Sandia National Labs, Los salmos mm-hmm. National Labs. we have the eviction lab here in the state of New Mexico? It was about one tenth the number of eviction filings during the week before the moratorium began in March of 2020. I guess they had about two to three thousand. They're now up to 230,000 statewide, folks, that can begin to proceed according to the trend. Now let, let's let's we've given all the stimulus, we've given all uh, the moratorium on the on on the evictions. They've had plenty of time to go ahead and make up the rents Is too damn high, right? And now. What's happening? Despite lifting that, they're like, uh, well, the lawmakers and the housing advocates say that unless tenants get access to additional rental assistance funds, a wave of evictions looks inevitable. Well, Why? Because it's an election year. New York has one of the largest renter populations as a proportion, period. It's one of the last states to end its local eviction moratorium ladies and gentlemen dad will bring you the very last state remaining with a state local eviction ban is
4: uh i believe that's uh new mexico
3: state <laughs> officials plan to start phasing it out just this month folks. there it is and what's going to happen well you know what's going to happen it's an election year those folks are going to continue to stay in their place because there's going to be the very same rental assistance because michelle Uhan grisham ain't stupid She's sitting on eight and a half billion dollar budget, and she's going to carve out a nice little offering for those people who are going to be guaranteed votes for her. She's not stupid, folks. There's going to be federal rental assistance. There's going to be state rental assistance because you can't put these people out on the street. They haven't been paying rent and they're part of the rent's too damn high party, a.k.a. in New Mexico, the Democrat Party. The state spent all the aid in New York, they have not done so here in the state of New Mexico. So what's going to happen with these tenants, right? The first of the month, the cheque, well, they're going to be looking for more first of the month money because they're going to be using that to pay their rent right now. And what's that going to do? Is anybody really going to argue? Let's just assume you're a landlord here in the state of New Mexico. Are you going to fight that? You won't because you want to get paid and you don't care if the money comes from the government or your tenant. And you're going to force your guys like, Hey, have you filed that paperwork yet? You've yeah, go get it from the government. We need to get it. What happens when all of that stuff finally runs out? It's going to happen at some point. Eventually everything comes to an end. These people who are part of these community housing programs. And this one in particular in New York, a landlord trade group is the community housing program. said, the evictions were already in a two-month process, and they favor what? More money coming to federal or the state government. That's exactly what's, and who owns much of the, many of these properties? People who have a lot of money, a lot of means. Who do you think Michelle Grisham Grisham's going to be making happy when they get the rental assistance? Yeah, people with a lot of money who own a lot of properties. They're going to be like, oh, that's totally fine. So what's happened here in the state of New Mexico this according to the left leaning left leaning they're like in left field that's the very <laughs> corner at the uh, 310 marker out at Wrigley Field folks source New Mexico that's right they uh they're right on top of this story as of today eviction hearings resume and what's happened out
4: Well, it's curious. I mean, you're absolutely right, Eddie. Uh, We we uh, we are the last state to (laughs) hold, clinging to our eviction ban uh, here in the land of enchantment. But the idea that the eviction ban, uh, the last eviction ban in the nation, ended quietly, as they report in their opening lead here, and then they move on to explain, well, it's not really the eviction ban hasn't ended. It's just transitioned to a new program uh very very interesting so the ban was imposed by the supreme court on you guessed it march 24th 2020 we decided almost immediately that we were going to ban landlords from evicting people for for not paying
3: for two uh, years two yeah, years yeah yeah, yeah. i years, mean two I mean, years and you <laughs> rent for two years and there's also help wanted and minimum wage and everything. You still don't have to pay right Now we're gonna we, we're still feeling bad for you. You're a story. You're a narrative. Your votes. We need to go ahead and satisfy.
4: It's exactly 15 days to uh, to, to ban evictions became two years to ban eviction. So the bans. I, I, I guess technically the eviction ban has been lifted in New Mexico, but it's being replaced. It's not being completely eliminated. So the new program and it's 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 being there's a pilot program for a month now. This is in the ninth. Judicial district. This is Curry County and Roosevelt County. Uh, they're calling it an experiment before the the new program is rolled out. Uh, the diversion program is rolled out statewide. Now, why you would want to experiment, Eddie, in Roosevelt and Curry counties, which are rural counties way out toward Texas, and I, not at all. Representative in, in many ways demographically, socioeconomically, you know, not representative places like Albuquerque and Santa Fe and Las Cruces where people actually live, but you know that's that's state government. Um, so they profile this one court, uh, this one case before court, and the landlord and the uh, behind rent <laughs> uh, renter uh, are are trying to participate in this diversionary program. The tenant owes four thousand two hundred dollars in back rent uh two you know potentially up to almost two years i mean four thousand two hundred dollars that that landlord was expecting to get over the last couple years you know a lot of these landlords we're not talking about manhattan this is new mexico a lot of these landlords are not super super wealthy people or corporations but hey when you got an eviction ban for you know two years that's great so the landlords uh get their day in court uh they uh the new rules from the supreme court they are telling judges they've got to give the landlord and the tenant A chance to enroll in the eviction prevention and diversion program so maybe the eviction ban is over but it's being replaced with the you guessed it this is new mexico eviction prevention and diversion program and there's a 170 million dollars set aside uh for the emergency rental assistance assistance program to help with that and we still have after two years 75 million dollars Uh, waiting in that, uh, waiting to be spent. So it's kind of the end of the eviction ban, but not really, it's just a diversion program. And we're gonna spend even more of your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren's money because of course, this is funded by the federal government, which is completely broke and owes $30 trillion and another maybe 100 trillion for unfunded liabilities. So, you know, again, it's all funny money, who cares? There's never gonna be any consequences to this. At the end of the day, what does it really matter?
3: And uh, the other thing is Michelle Hunger uh, will get to do a 75 million dollar commercial saving oh. all those people from getting kicked out by the mean old the visuals landlord.
4: in a commercial she'll be able to be with the single mother I kept her from being kicked out of her apartment oh for safe
3: it. kept her safe in her apartment yep single yep. mother you know yep. trying uh, working th- of course she's working three jobs as you know always always oh, and the, the the jobs that she's working there's no way if a woman is working three jobs then of course she has to pay for child care but we're taking care of that because then we have early childhood care where they get free lunch and get to uh, stay all day remember the early child care starts at seven o'clock um <laughs> and they can pick up their free breakfast and lunch every single day for every child that's in the uh, public school system i mean uh, this is, new mexico is the gift that keeps on giving as long as you keep giving them oh and by the way we'll talk about this uh, tomorrow we're going to let the uh, youngsters, uh, uh, 16 years and, uh, and young, or excuse me, 16, 18-year-olds uh, vote right. as well. That's going to yep. get passed. So let's not next Yeah, yep. yep. And they're very sympathetic to all that. Back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, AM 1600, KIVA, FM 528 here in the Kiva, back and forth.
1: I never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do. A look from you and I would fall from grace And that would wipe the smile right from my face Do you remember when we used to dance? And incidents arose from circumstance One thing led to another, we were young And we would scream together songs unsung It was the heat of the moment Telling me what I meant The heat of the moment Showed in your eyes And now you find yourself in 82 The disco hotspots holdin' the jar for you You can't concern yourself with bigger things Catch a pull and ride, the dragon's wings Cause it's the heat of the moment The heat of the moment The heat of the moment showing your eyes
4: Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 65
2: Hi, this is Ava, and I love
1: sitting on the Monroe's patio, just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air.
0: And enchiladas and tacos.
1: Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal.
0: It is delicious.
1: Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what about the the fresh fresh air? air?
5: We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Within moments of your
6: vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco vehicle anti-theft device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994.
5: Music is The Great Communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews.
3: This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque? With over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation. Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review. And check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or AxiomHVAC.com.
7: s3 technologies security service solutions service guarantees you'll keep running steady with monitoring device management infrastructure assessments and penetration testing s3 technologies proactive approach to information technology management provides a secure and reliable platform that allows you to focus on your business instead of the management of your it infrastructure s3 technologies Years of expertise keeping your company up to date with a watchful eye and flexible solutions to manage your environment efficiently, safely and securely. You'll never know how efficient you can run your business until you talk to S3 Technologies. Make an appointment to get a roadmap and risk assessment of what steps you can take to secure your business. Turn your business into secure growth in 2022. S3 Technologies, 505-242-5683 505 242 5683. 3 nmcom
2: We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carries CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, North of Menal, or visit us online at CBD.ThePlaceIlike.com.
1: Me. Let's find the key and turn this engine on. I can feel you breathe. I can feel your heartbeat faster. Take me home tonight. I don't want to let you go to see the light. Take me home tonight. Listen, honey, just like I right said.
3: My baby. oh, oh, oh. Ooh, a little ronnie specter right there the uh, ex-spouse of one phil specter who on this day back in 03 was charged with murder murder was the name that they gave old phil specter in 03 after police were called to his mansion in alhambra california and discovered that the actress Lana Clarkson dead from a gunshot. wound. Well, you got to re- read the uh, the true story, watch that. And by the way, Ronnie now dead. Uh, no, Phil did not get to her as well. That was actually uh, Phil's first wife. Uh, you might remember Be My Baby. And then, uh, of course, she did the backup lyrics uh, with Eddie Money or the, I uh, mean, maybe the co- uh, whatever. Uh, married six years to Phil Spector and escaped without getting uh, murdered down. So, uh, good on Ronnie for making it to January 12th of this year before uh, she passed on. So, Ronnie Spector no longer with us, but uh, she escaped the uh, death clutches of uh, the, ex, uh, the ex-husband. <laughs> I,
4: just, I never I never get the rich guys who kill. You know, you got <laughs> Phil Spector, that Robert Durst guy. Uh, I think there was a famous football player back in 94, I think, who might have killed his ex-wife. And, yeah. And, a waiter you know like you got your whole life you're you're set for life and you have to, you just can't hold it together and you got to kill some woman usually a woman or you know a romantic partner um i don't know i have some mental issues eddie but i don't think they're quite that deep
3: uh i love the name eddie money um i should probably just uh probably register that domain name because I, <laughs> I, I doubt i uh, doubt eddie money with a y has been registered yet i wanted to go ahead and do that so Um, Yeah, so let's see. She died at her home in Danbury, Connecticut. She's a fellow... Uh What do you call a fellow Connecticuter?
4: Usually a nutmegger because we're the nutmegs.
3: Nutmegger, okay. Uh, You know, that's a soccer term as well. You know what uh, nutmeg is in soccer? No. Where you pass the ball between someone's legs and you take it on the other side as you go through it. She died from cancer. Joe Biden not able to save her. She dies at the young ripe age of, well, ironically enough, the same age as uh, what... Joe Biden is uh, right now, 78. we is just given Joe Biden's
4: cancer initiative more money, we could have saved Ronnie Spector.
3: We, we could have done it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, also, uh, Fran Tarkington, you might remember him from uh, That's Incredible back in the day, 82 uh, years young today. We also have, uh, let's see, Blythe Danner. Uh, that's the mother of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. That's uh, that's all I know about Blythe. She's the one responsible. <laughs> and then, no. Um, Morgan Fairchild I'd love to see her at 72 years of age. I wonder if that uh, that woman has uh, age. Well Nathan oh, that's Lane. Tommy
4: Flanagan Tommy Flanagan's wife Morgan Fairchild, you know, my um, wife, Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh yeah, yeah. Uh Nathan Lane 66 from The Birdcage. Uh would have thought he would have went before uh Robin Williams did not. Uh oh. Robin's been dead what eight years now and then we'll you know Eddie,
4: on, I forgot to tell yeah. you, on your recommendation, I watched the mm. Fisher King over the weekend. I'd never ah, seen it.
3: How'd you like it? I liked
4: it. it it's very unique, you know. It, it's mm. it's uh, uh I don't I don't know that I needed to see Robin Williams uh full frontal naked running around Central Park. Uh mm. yeah. that was something I could like have mold. missed. But, you know, he was amazing. I mean, he's probably amazing in every role, but I really enjoyed it, and I, I can see myself watching that again. Bridges was great in it, too.
3: He was, yeah, as the uh, shock jock. Yes. Um, saying some very interesting things. I as mean, being, I'll be having sex with... Uh... <laughs> remember in the whole setup, you're like, my gosh, you couldn't have get away with that uh, on radio. And then uh, Isla Fisher, the hot redhead, uh, by the way, also Borat's wife, uh, 46. You might remember her as the... Uh, as the uh, stage five clinger in uh, Wedding Crashers as well. So there you go, folks. Uh, 550, 50, 500. We've got all the uh, birthdays for you and references that uh, you will get. And we don't even actually have to say them. So let's get to more of the news. I got a lot of texts uh, as well, Dad. I'm not sure if I should even touch some of these because I think we should uh, jump in with the state legislature. And this is your chance to really kind of tee up uh, the old, uh, the former uh, lawmaker who's black from, uh, she's from the Caribbean, uh, by the way. And uh, boy, I guess the Democrats just don't like their black people because they went after Cheryl William Stapleton. And we'll show you how this relates uh, first off, because uh, remember, there's a little bit of uh, money to be made off of this uh, whole vaccine mandate. How? Well, two nurses uh, decided to go ahead and uh, create a little bit of a windfall for themselves. Julie Devuano, 49, and Marissa Urano, uh, kind of weird that their names uh, rhyme like that five years apart, selling fake vaccine cards and entering that information into the New York State Immunization Information System. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, that's, that's some brave nurses there. Not really. I mean, you would have done the same things. I'm surprised that they're not being lauded more for this. As nurses, the Suffolk County Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison said, these two individuals should understand the importance of legitimate vaccination cards as we work together to protect public health. (laughs) They charge 220 uh, for adults and uh, 85 for children. Sounds like a nice annual zoo pass if if you ask me. And why wouldn't you get it? You get a pass to every place, including the zoo with that. Folks, the windfall was heavy. $1.5 million, pretty smart nurses, Bring them here. We, uh, <clears throat> no, I'm not suggesting anything. Lord knows I'll be prosecuted if I suggested. The arrest come just days after a New York couple was arrested and charged for using fake COVID 19 Vax cards to enter a Buffalo Bills playoff game. That's right. So the two were on the prosecutor's radar because they had allegedly made social media posts, the, the football uh, uh, posts, uh, claiming that they used fake vaccine cards to enter the playoff game. So, What are we talking about here in the state of New Mexico and the state legislature? Well, we're talking about more money, more windfall. (laughs) See the transition here? They're uh, consulting New Mexico State University and Santa Fe Community College uh, nursing program students. As last Thursday, the state legislature, or two Thursdays ago, was hearing from nurses as lawmakers, figure out how to solve the state's nursing shortages. Stop firing them for not being vaxxed. How about let's start there? Now, stop forcing them to get vax cards and they won't be forced to go ahead and create vax cards and make money doing so. The bill called Senate Bill 50 would appropriate $15 million from the general fund to expand nursing programs at colleges. Folks, we don't have time for that. You want to know why? Because nurses can pick up And get up and go and got up and went for $200 an hour as a traveling nurse right now, instead of making the 30 bucks an hour that they make on average here in the state of New Mexico. A recent report from the University of New Mexico shows that New Mexico has a shortage of more than 6,300 registered nurses. They're driving them out because they aren't vaxxed. Yes, folks, that's exactly what's happening. So why not be a traveling nurse? Why not pick up a You think... Getting fifteen million dollars from the general fund to expand nursing programs is going to help here, according to Terry Tuart, dean of School of Science. I that's the way I want to say Terry Tuart's name. Is your name Terry Tuart? <laughs> don't you want to hold your your, your tongue and say Terry Tuart, We'd be <laughs> terrible. <in class. laughs> <laughs> so that's Terry Towert. Uh, so dean of the School of Science and Health Engineering and Math at Santa Fe Community College she says we're woefully lacking in being able to immediately spin up and able to graduate hundreds of more students. Yes, it does take resources, lots of resources. Well, here's what's not going to happen. This isn't going to solve anything in the near future. You're looking at four to eight years hence, and New Mexico isn't the place for healthcare professionals. We have the oldest, oldest average doctor age in the entire United States. Did you know that? Is anybody even aware of that, what's happening? How about the fact that we don't even give our own doctors here at the University of New Mexico raises. Why? Because there's a $4.6 million shortfall. Hey, I thought they were making so much money on COVID. They are. It's just a sleight of hand. It's a shell game. Much like what uh, Cheryl Stapleton Williams did, uh, D. Dowd Muska, I'm giving you the honors to go ahead and uh, tee up on this because this is very interesting. Uh, The indicted lawmaker, despite her own party, cultivated a benevolent image, according to the Santa Fe New Mexican. Yeah, Eddie,
4: this is uh this is sort of the Santa Fe, New Mexicans columnist uh, Milan simonich basically being Captain Renault in in Casablanca, saying, you know, shocked. Everyone in in Santa Fe is just shocked that she was, you, you know, using the, the public fisk as a, as a bust out job. Uh, maybe so you really crazy. shouldn't have been so shocked, Milan, and, and all your friend, uh, all, all all her friends, Joy Garrett, who's a real dipstick. She's a state rep. I haven't heard from Cheryl, I I simply keep her in my prayers. So what? seminate just doing in this column he's sort of reviewing her history um uh, and he's absolutely right for on, on the facts because i've followed Cheryl william stapleton for years now uh a black woman of course you got to have that black the b in black has to be capitalized eddie now from now on uh the w in white is never capitalized
3: i uh, identify and, as black just saying so you
4: know. well of course yeah be, well Except for eddie for yeah could you do like 4.6 percent of a capitalization I, I don't know well the african
3: american uh uh uh, uh constituency did not recognize me remember it was they did not it was the black uh something or other Voters that collaborative make, yes i was going to make sure that i would never be yep. mayor of the city. Uh, oh.
4: not not fans of mr aragon as i recall <laughs> but that was the uh, that was last year who even remembers um so originally from saint croix the very beautiful saint croix i've been to Saint Thomas and Saint John, I have not been to the oh, third. I have not been to the third island, which they say is the prettiest island in the Virgin Islands, Saint Croix. So I, I can't claim to that. So I, I love uh, Semenich's line here. Uh, she was uh, they called the people the advocates for progressive causes called her a hero. They believe she was a legislator who looked out for New Mexico's poor, and you will lo- you love this phrase. Otherwise forgotten people. Uh, we do have otherwise forgotten people in New Mexico. They're called taxpayers, but that's just my parenthetical. She's, note a, she's, a, on she's that.
3: a classic Caribbean despot, just like <laughs> this. That. right? Divalier, right? Uh, the <laughs> Papa Doc and of- Baby
4: Doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she learned from the best. She? she really did. Uh, just across I I said, the water
3: there. <laughs> I think you've uh, pronounced the C R O I X. I think you say that St. Crook. I think that's the way you
4: Oh, is that it. the proper pronunciation? Yeah, I, proper see, pronunciation. I see. Well, and then he goes on, you know, talking about her her rise through the leadership and the fact that she was a school district employee. And this explains everything. Any school district would like having a staff member in the legislature. Yeah. No no, no kidding. Uh, She was a past president. So this alleged bust out expert, I mean, really mafia like. You know, grabbing every dollar she can from the money coming into APS and like you know,
3: one she, of those hurricane uh, dollar machines, right?
4: <laughs> oh, like 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 that. Or people remember from Goodfellas when you take over the, you know, you 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 run up the credit of the nightclub, you buy oh furs right. and and lobster and all that, and then when you when you when you destroy the finances of the business, the final thing you do is you light a match, burn it down, and collect the insurance. That's that's what the mafia calls <laughs> a, a bust right, out yeah. operation. I, I I regularly refer to government in New Mexico as a as a bust out operation. So while she's running her bust-out operation, she becomes president of Duke City Business, uh, the Duke City Business and Professional Women's Organization. <laughs> the Albuquerque Journal uh, calls her, quote, a champion of women, close quote. I'm, I'm pretty sure that doesn't include unborn women. I'm, I'm sure that she didn't care about unborn women. Uh, no. She rises all the way to the top. She got her the whip job in 2005. Then people, more, people who've been around a while in New Mexico might remember she referred to one of our Former governors, as I think that Mexican on the fourth floor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she had to pay a political price for that. Uh, but then she your came power, back to be majority power, leader. Okay. She also has a quote from JFK in the old days when she was in office uh, JFK, let us not seek the Republican answer or the Democratic answer, but the right answer. And so the, the final line of this column, which just Milan Simonich should be just ashamed of himself, uh, was she slick enough to fool most of the people almost all of the time? Omalon, oh, yeah. you mean you mean people like you who she she's been fooling for decades apparently um maybe a little more uh leg work, a little more you know elbow grease by journalists in santa fe you might be able to dig up this kind of stuff before law enforcement has to get involved but you know journalists aren't journalists anymore
3: let's not forget though there was a sort of a lot of preamble to all this a lot of foreshadowing if you were writing a who's going to write the novel on cheryl williams william stapleton and you know create the foreshadowing at the first uh, part of it that Everyone already knew this was always coming. There was like little elements. But remember the uh, the African-American uh, Center at uh, at the State Fairgrounds? Right? Yes. I mean, there was uh, certainly that. I mean, I think that was four or five years hence. You know, we used to host uh, the NAACP and uh, the um, Howard Williams and his group used to have a show here oh, right. on uh, Sunday mornings, if you recall that. Uh, we had that uh, going on here for a very long time. So, you know, Cheryl had been on the show several times at the... A good opportunity to meet her, I suppose, if you could say, uh, you know, when she came into the Kiva. But, uh, you know, it's been absolutely disastrous, uh, I think, uh, not just for her, but for the Democrat Party. What's uh, unfortunate in all this, and despite the resignation, not just of her, but the other woman, Miss Barreras, now for mental health reasons, that the Republicans have failed to capitalize on any or all of this and uh, failed to keep this uh, front and center. So basically you got three big things that have happened under, you know, the COVID response of Michelle Lujan Grisham. Um, If you could talk about that and keep that front and center during the last two years, if you can't capitalize on that, you got problems. Uh, The second thing, Cheryl Williams Stapleton and the host of other uh, you know, let's go back to Phil Griego. Let's go back to some of the other people who have continued to, you know, now there's a call for e-golf. Uh, I, I know that there's lots and more, more, and more things coming. Like if you can't keep that front and center. And then of course, Michelle Lujan Grisham's supposed grope of, uh, one, uh, I, I don't know, but James Hallinan, who in, in, in and of himself is very questionable uh, at that uh, the stuff that he's done. And then, uh, finally, I think you're looking at, uh, some of the, you know, repercussions from the 90 years of domination. Uh, You know, I think the way that Nick characterized it in his uh, conservative New Mexican write-up, which we're going to address tomorrow. I I love this line. I I wish, it's so good. I wish that I uh, would have have written it. Um, uh, Let's see. We're going to talk about, let's see. Here we go. Uh, He said, where is it at? Oh, I can't find it. But anyway, he just basically uh, characterizes uh, talking about uh, the way that the Democrats have. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. The opening line. What, what am I talking about? Um, <laughs> you feel sorry for them after 90 years. You you, you want to go ahead and do whatever you can to go ahead and help, you know, the, the Democrats out. I mean, that's not something I think that anybody is really feeling. Uh, any longer. You've got a lot of Democrats that are picking up and leaving. Used to be registered at 46%. I think that number is dwindling, uh, which is one of the reasons why they want to push down the voting age to uh, 16 and 17-year-olds and get that done and quickly, I think, before uh, Mm -hmm. this particular uh, election coming in 2022. So there you go. Uh, Nice job there on uh, William Stapleton, uh, Simon Itch, but I think uh, we have the last word and the last laugh uh, on all of that. Well, and let's
4: never forget, Eddie, uh, uh, I know we're pressed for time. The reason she was allowed to loot the the, the the fisk of New Mexico was that there's no provision in state law or the state constitution that bars school district employees from serving in the legislature. She was allowed to do that because of a glaring Mac truck size loophole that doesn't exist in many states, but it exists right here and it facilitates that kind of corruption.
3: Absolutely. All right, let's get to our text. Uh, we're going to reserve for tomorrow. I have a third hour interview today with gubernatorial candidate and Republican, uh, Jay Block He's it's going to be a no holds barred. He's going to, he's going to call everybody out, uh, during this hour, but we're going to mostly learn about his uh, platform and uh, what he thinks of uh, this particular race, uh, modern sexuality. Well, I wanted to cover that today, Dowd, uh, especially the university of Penn. And, uh, it, I didn't even know that this existed, but did you know that George Washington published a, uh, Rules of Civility. He wrote it at the age of 14. Have you read through all 110 rules that he has on that? No, but I should. <laughs> you should. This is great. I'm going to, I think I'm going to offer it uh, to my children. I think it's uh, wonderful. Uh, incidentally, uh, George Washington and I share the same exact birthday. So that's kind of cool. And then uh, finally, if you want to defend manliness, you must know what it means. I wanted to cover that. And of course, uh, speaking of men, Randy Andy. Uh, yeah, Andrew, kind of give you a quick update, but we'll do all of that uh, tomorrow. 550-5500, more texts than uh, we can shake a stick at. Uh, let's see, here we go. Uh, wow, guess those rumors about Margaret Trudeau and Castro have some credence in all of this. I think you'll be like this tweet about the truckers in unity. This coming from Twitter. Let's take a quick uh, look at it. I, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on any social media. And we're no longer on Spotify. If you want uh, the complete Uh, look at uh, our show both visually and audibly you can get so by becoming a subscriber directly at www.rockoftalk.chat you don't want to pay for it then you don't need to hear it it took two years for trudeau to divide the canadian people it took two days for the truckers to unite the canadian people wow peter speeden uh on that tweet that is uh that's the quote of the day there uh Uh, eddie you guys are on a roll today i was about uh, 506 must have been. Uh, I don't know what we were talking about. Uh, we'll have to go back and listen ourselves. Chase go lightly on the facts and tough question. Yeah, Chase go lightly uh, goes lightly on every single Democrat. He's aptly named. Horu uh, go or Chase go Yeah, he interviewed me on I forget something or other. Uh, that's from me. Six hundred two number. Hey Eddie James. James Manuel here. Thanks for allowing me on your show Tuesday. House Bill one fifty six was shot down eighty one to four. I believe a victory for the second amendment. Look, I get to go ahead and keep it. There you go. Not gonna work uh, this year. Maybe they just, maybe those Democrats just wanna continue to keep the guns and those large magazines, right? In the felonious hands of those violent criminals out there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the explanation. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey Eddie, I think Biden should really consider Whoopi and Leslie Jones for SCOTUS. Oh man, she's all sorts of ugly. Have you seen Leslie Jones? Just Google Leslie Jones. Have you seen her? She's seen I, I that- have-
4: Yes, and I also is she doing the voiceover funny. for every commercial now? Every remember when we noted how all the all the folks in commercial are black people now? The voiceover sounds for every commercial like a black woman now. It used to be like a commanding old white guy, but black women do all the VO work for commercials now. Say I'm what? not saying it's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying I I noticed that recently.
3: Say what? Six foot, fifty four years of age, and all sorts of ugly. We're actually we were going to talk about that today how women should try to be more beautiful uh, again, I think that that's a that's a good thing Dowd, right? Uh, we will touch upon that. A great uh, article written on modern uh, sexuality. Girls, it's okay. It is okay to be beautiful. We have to tell them that now. that's that, that's the direction we have to go in. Um, let's see. Oh okay. Uh, let's see. One of three signatures that go out on all my proto males. Bible says if I have a, if I have a choice, choose freedom. Thus using fascist book, twitching death, Amazon, gaggle, microshaft, Apple rot, Coke, target, China, Mart, Alibaba, etc., is treason. Oh, I like those new names. Do you like those? I like those. Some of those are very Fascist good. book, twitching death, Amazon, gaggle, microshaft. I like microshaft. That's uh, pretty good. But that's funny. I mean, for, for the obvious reason, not uh, anyway. Microshaft, you say Bill Gates. Bill have any children? Do they have a child?
4: Oh, that's a very good question.
3: Since he's the CEO of MicroShaft. (laughs) He said MicroShaft. (laughs) Um, Three three children. He does? Yeah. Wow, how did that happen?
4: Uh, Let's see. We've got Jennifer, Phoebe, and Rory.
3: Two terrible names, except in the case of Phoebe Cates, married to Kevin Klein. You might remember her from Fast Times. Oh, we remember Phoebe Cates. I'm with you endowed, working away here. My kids at Albuquerque School of Excellence, State Charter School, all free meals. In the 2019 school year, we paid for all their meals. This year, my kids informed me that breakfast and lunch is free. Four kids whose parents make over 250k are getting free meals. Yep, it's yep. not okay. That's exactly and right. Some are
4: taking those free meals, which is really terrible.
3: Uh, that's the left for you. They create the problem, including the nursing shortage, and they steal money from the taxpayers to hopefully fix the issue, so they can get reelected. J. Block standing, staring at me through the other door, like I'm like I'm wasting his time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to cut to break? Uh, Six thousand three hundred nurses short and burning the nurses left to the roots. Ooh, oh, this is a really good one. Can I take the uh, time to to read this to you, Dad? Sure. Four things prevent my old friend. Hello, darkness, my old friend. The darkness from consuming me. Boy, that's that's a morbid opening there. Family, friends, hot sauce, and you guys. You know where this comes from. Why the first three are on the list is clear. Why you two are on the list may not be. Here's the why. You talked about pessimism versus realism. You guys help me keep the pessimism, the darkness at arm's length. You and Dow do your best to keep it real, dog. Focus on the facts and foster real discussion. I do not agree with everything. However, I know 100% that I can disagree with you and that you will listen. That is a rare and precious thing, especially in the media. If either you ever doubt, you make a difference. Remember this text, Eddie. You make a hell of a difference. Massive <laughs> shout out to Doug. Doug. <laughs> I'll be a Doug who connected me to the Akiva. That's a good one. That's from Hot Sauce Guy, by the way made the Dow 3000. Have you tried the hot sauce uh, 3000 yet? On- uh,
4: I haven't. I'm still recovering from the three molecules that went into my mouth. <laughs> it's oh, amazing. It. Okay.
3: <laughs> Eddie, uh, check it out. I have a family member that was just fired from their job because they didn't let their employer know what they had COVID. They had 10 days off of work and contracted COVID during that time. They didn't feel the employer needed to know since the quarantine time was during their time off. That's right. And posed no <laughs> threats for those at work. Were- yeah, so you get fired. It doesn't matter, even if you're at home, you don't have the shot, it still goes. Sadly, or we're fired because they were not forthcoming with their employer. Uh, complete and total BS.
4: Uh, earlier what? today on this network, Rand Paul talking about the science showing how many tens of times more stronger your immunity is after you had COVID versus these vaccines that are of very right. dubious value.
3: Never underestimate. Your propensity for natural immunity and its combat against uh, COVID-19. Wow, these uh, messages keep coming in. I'm going to try and get through the last uh, couple. Doug nailed my sentiments exactly, Eddie. Thank you for what you guys do. Uh, big fist bump there. Uh, there we go. We'll leave it there. 550, 5,500, your reaction before, uh, uh, by the way, Dow, do you have your top five? Uh? Uh, I have it ready to go when, whenever you need it. Okay, let's fire away very quickly.
4: Very quickly, uh, top five at Rock of rockoftalk.chat. Subscribe today, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, a piece on our overpay, uh, underworked and overpaid educrats by a crazy libertarian from Albuquerque. Uh, number two, a firefighter was hurt in eastern New Mexico, but he's not fatally hurt. He just hurt his arm. He's okay. Uh, number three, the B-61 nuclear bomb down at Sandia. Interesting news on that. Number four, we have a new legislator that Bernalillo County picked and uh, same Ooh, as the old yeah. legislator the same
3: guy that they picked the last three times Same, same guy as before they and number name five
4: name uh family as suicide prevention a really important piece that's worth reading how much your social connectedness including your family keeps you from depression and suicide
3: ah there you go dad we'll see you bright and early tomorrow 4 p.m i'll be back live with jay block right after the top of the hour news thanks everybody for listening and live tomorrow friday show looking forward to that
1: And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will go over with me to too. Be sure to visit TPM
3: This is the walk of talk on AM sixteen hundred K I V A Albuquerque.
2: <laughs> USA Radio News with Tim Berg.
8: As big city crime continues to skyrocket across the nation, President Biden is calling on lawmakers to authorize more money for community policing effort. The answer is not to defund the police. It's to give you the tools, the training, the funding to be partners, to be protectors. Biden making no mention of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg who has been criticized for a memo he issued to his staff advising them not to prosecute certain low-level crimes. The United States believes Moscow is close to staging a fake attack against Russians to justify an invasion of Ukraine. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby saying the plan could include a release of a graphic video of a fake attack. Kirby saying this propaganda is right out of the Russian playbook. USA
0: Radio News. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature.
5: Mike Lindell, the veteran CEO of My Pillow, wants to give back to listeners. You can get great discounts on all My Pillow products if you go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, deep discounts on all My Pillow products like the buy one get one free special on Giza Dream sheets. All My Pillow products come with a 60-day money back guarantee, 10-year warranty. Call 1-800-951-8175 or go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA.
8: A Tennessee Democrat is shown the door from the state Senate over a fraud conviction.
0: A Tennessee Democrat was expelled from the state Senate on Wednesday over her conviction on fraud charges. State Senator Katrina Robinson of Memphis was convicted of wire fraud last fall after being accused of stealing $600,000 from a health care school she ran to pay for her wedding and other personal expenses.
7: This whole process has been a very painful process, and to stand before you, and go through essentially a procedural lynching in this body.
0: The Senate voted 27 to 5 to accept the Ethics Committee report to expel Robinson. From the West Coast USA, Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry.
8: Super Bowl ad spots are sold out. NBC Universal saying every in-game slot across all platforms has been sold ahead of the February 13th game to run an ad this year in the Super Bowl it cost six million dollars for a 30second spot USA radio news
1: in the, day we sweat out on the streets of a runaway American dream. At night we ride the mansions of glory and suicide machines, sprung from cages on Highway 9, chrome wheel fuel injected and stepping out over the line. Oh, maybe this town rips the bones from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide rap. We gotta get up while we're young.
3: Six oh six in the five oh five with more four one one here for your third hour. I am at Oregon, the Rock of Talk, AM sixteen hundred KIVA, ABQ FM. The boss, uh, oh, the boss, the boss is here. Uh, he's uh, Rio Rancho and Sanibel County Commissioner uh, Jay Boss. No, Jay Block. He's running for <laughs> governor and he wants to be the boss and. Maybe he was born to run and he's running for governor for the state of New Mexico. And he's live right here in the Kiva this afternoon. Jay, welcome in. How are you?
6: I'm good, Eddie. How are you? It's good to see you. It's again. good
3: to see you there, Jay Block. As always, uh, we've taken in some good things uh, over in Rio Rancho, the championships. Uh, for the football game and uh, you know in the
6: game where Rio Rancho got screwed on that call they
3: got screwed on that call yeah. but hey the very next year what happened it's all about Rio Rancho well, so much uh, excellence up on top of that hill
6: well Cleveland just won it again Rio Rancho is basically the football high school football capital of New Mexico I would argue and I like to call Rio Rancho title town in Sandoval County uh, championship county and Quite frankly, we never get tired of winning in Sandoval County, and that's uh, what I want to do as governor. I want New Mexicans not to uh, uh, ever get tired of winning when I'm governor so we can get rid of this crotch-grabbing loser that's sitting up in Santa Fe.
3: No arguments here there. Boy, you're going for the gusto, as uh, maybe she did. Well, you Uh, heard
6: me at the Bernco County Convention. I I think I took that convention pretty handily.
3: Well, I know that you were uh, there facing your compadres, in the Republican Party. How did that go? I mean, uh, uh, Jay, you're feeling pretty good about uh, your position. I know you're getting a lot of positive feedback right now, and you've been uh, traversing the state. Tell us uh, uh, your reception, how yeah. uh, you have been uh, received uh, throughout different parts of it, it, New been, Mexico.
6: It's been great because, you know, um, the Republican Party is it's fractured. You know this, Eddie, more than anybody. No. No, hard to believe, what? isn't it? Republicans fractured. not getting along with each other. What? They love being in the contro- Come on. controlled opposition or something like that. Well, anyway, you know, I'm the non-establishment candidate. I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a Steve Pierce guy. Nothing wrong with that. And I'm not a Jay McCleskey, Susanna Martinez guy. Um, I'm just a guy out there. I, I kind of consider myself a, a blue collar politician, public servant, and I'm there to do a job. You have known You've known me for seven years now, Eddie, since I started it's been it feels it's been like, that long?
3: It feels like yesterday. You're a good yeah. guy, Jay. And, uh, you know, I think. And uh, I missed you,
6: Eddie. I know. Oh, you, yeah, I love you, know, you. I have. I missed
3: you. Oh, we missed each other. It's okay. but-
6: you, you can look at me.
3: You didn't. Oh, yeah. I'm always, I'm, I'm always. So, by the way, I have four eyes. I have two up here, yeah. two down there and one right on you. Gotcha. Uh, as always. So gotcha. we're, where am I? Jay likes eye contact. So that's good. I do. Uh, for and, a, a politician. And see, that's when, I, when I speak,
6: I make a lot of eye contact. But, yeah. Hey, we're doing great around the state. You know, uh, the delegates are really going in our favor. Um, I've turned some of the uh, the weather boy uh, delegates because, you know, I'm like, well, I didn't know anyone else. I just know this uh, weather guy. And I'm like, well, listen, uh, you know, my experience as a retired officer of the nuclear codes, combat veteran, uh, my experience in private industry, a county commissioner, never lost an election, turned the county red. Uh, do you want that or do you want a guy who uh, is qualified to tell you if you have to wear a sweater uh, tomorrow? Um, you know, there's no experience there at all. It's just ridiculous. The guy already lost an election to, uh, you know, to, to another Stroke, Wuhan. stroke man. Yeah. I mean, if you, it, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous what the Republican party is putting up. And then, you know, you have a, a state rep who's bogged down by n- numerous, um, ethical issues. And Could you
3: be more clear just to kind of fill everything in, uh, for our, sure. uh, uh, audience, uh, like educate them. We haven't talked a whole lot about the gubernatorial races, uh, um, uh, uh, Jay, so I want to make sure that yeah. they know exactly who you're speaking about. Weather boy is...
6: Um, Mike Ronchetti, or Mark Ronchetti.
3: I kind of like Mike Ronchetti. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> I do <laughs> I too. Like, uh, and yeah. then the, uh, I don't well, know, just the, for uh, some reason that works. Yo, Mikey, hey, Mikey, Mikey Ron. Give Ronchetti. it to Mikey. Yeah, Mikey He'll eat know. it. <laughs> okay, and then, uh, of course... Uh, uh, um,
6: State rep <laughs> Rebecca Dow. Okay, um, and you know, she, she was the one you are
3: talking about with she's got ethics? The,
6: this is all public i mean everyone knows this this is true it's all public go ahead and google the ethical issues the fine she had to pay for not complying with the court order okay um you know her tie to spaceport which has been a drain on uh, the new mexican taxpayer uh, her support for uh, the black education act which uh, is really a disaster now because um, you and i talked about that and what this bill has done is the ped contracts out to a particular person and you can look up this guy I had a teacher from the Ask Academy in Rio Rancho talk to me about the Black Education Act, and it was a gentleman by the name of Amir um, Chapel, and apparently he's a convicted felon, and this is who the PED hired, uh, sponsored by a bill from some lady named Cheryl Williams Stapleton, who I yeah, think we were talking about, about her, her. last yeah, segment. Yeah, there you go. And basically, this guy has said, yes, the Black Education Act is critical race theory. Critical race theory is good. And also, um, it's really good if you can let the black students swear in class at their teachers really? so they feel more connected. It had nothing to do, Eddie, with closing the gap between the black students and the white students. Mm-hmm. That was just a, is a complete lie. Uh, this is just ridiculous. This is the left's way of, um, you know, using words, words matter. And uh, they snuck this one in, and I, I'm actually getting some uh, Republican um, uh, representatives and senators, a, a few who uh, I've talked to, it actually said, you know what, I, I really wish I didn't vote for that damn bill, and I'm like, good, absolutely, and um, it, it's it's stupid to vote for that bill, but then you have um.
3: So wait, so very sure. quickly, how would you respond to Rebecca Dow introducing HB 61 banning critical race theory? Well, I said
6: you already you already voted for it, so it, if you. You should publicly say you made a mistake voting for HB 43 and, um, you know, say, Hey, look, I made a mistake voting for HB 43 and trying to correct it with this, then I'm good.
3: So, there, so there you, So, she has yet to come out and publicly no, say you're she, saying, Okay, got she it. hasn't, she okay. hasn't.
6: Um, so,
3: so that's already installed, uh, then Jay. So, that's law, that's that's in okay. that's law.
6: And it, you know, other teachers, if you're listening, uh, text Eddie and, and let us know your experience on that. But, yeah, the, um, you know, I'm winning all these Twitter straw polls. Um, yeah, let's the-
3: talk about those. Uh, you sent me a bunch of them. I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to get through them uh, here. So yeah. let me let me go through the, uh, line by line. Well, and- the opinion
6: post had a couple. Ronnie Lucero's group, um, the uh, National Hispanic uh, Republican uh, group there, had a couple.
3: The opinion post, now that there are more candidates in the running for New Mexico governor, let's see who's got the most support, at least on Twitter. Uh, for other candidates, please respond in the comments. The poll ends in seven days to give everyone time to vote. You came out on this one with 48.5% of the vote. Uh, next line was uh,
6: Bidoni, who's no, gone. no, no.
3: Rebecca Dow with 21%, yep, yep, yep. Karen Bidoni, 18 and Greg Zinni at 4.4%. This from the Pinion Post. When was that poll?
6: Uh, you know, I don't have the date on that okay.
3: one. Um, so that's a pretty impressive lead there on, on that one. Uh, uh that sure. was
6: in July of 21. Okay, so that was right after the four of us uh, got
3: in the race. Okay, so and you've been running since the beginning, April. then we got a new April. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what I meant is you were run, you've been running the longest, uh, or one the, of the longest. No, the anyway, longest. Okay, the longest. hey,
6: the longest, <laughs> the longest.
3: <laughs> uh, new Mexico governor candidate poll, it only allows me to add four candidates. Uh, this one by Ronnie Lustero. You've got 61% in this, to only 8% for Dow, 20% there for Ketty, and 11% for Zanetti. Uh, that one January 15th of 2022, just uh, 15 days ago.
6: Yeah, last month. And then there's another one by a guy named uh, ABQ um, who had one as well, ABQ United. And I won that one. I think it was 60% as well. So, 61,
3: uh, Ronchetti with 20, Greg Zanetti, 8. Karen Bedoni with uh, 12%. Yeah. And those are, the, those are the three polls. So, and in, in your opinion, those uh, four, are pretty four in,
6: polls. Four. Okay. Yeah. Four polls, and there's another one out there right now.
3: Okay. And uh, where can we find those polls at? Uh,
6: the one out there right now, I believe it is. Let me get my handy dandy Twitter going here. That's okay. We'll look for yeah. it. And we
3: can follow you uh, on Twitter as well so people can uh, find out where all this stuff is because you're a pretty active tweeter. Are, you, I, are I, you not, Jay?
6: I am. I'm pretty good. Uh, this one has uh, Ronnie Lucero from his uh, Hispanic group again. It, he put the top three candidates, and uh, right now I'm at 88%. Mike Ronke, or Mark Ronchetti's at 8%, and uh, Dow's at 4%. Okay. So, uh you know, those are, <clears throat> excuse me, those have been pretty good indications, and they've really been very similar to what I'm finding with the delegates because I, I really believe we're going to win the convention. Um, And and I don't think you're going to I think one or two candidates are not going to hit the 20 percent threshold where they're going to have to go out and get signatures again. And uh, I'm very excited for that because people are so tired of the establishment and they're tired of weak candidates. And the time to stop being nice is over. We've been getting our keisters kicked for years here in New Mexico. And I hate seeing Republicans cave uh to democrats on certain issues where they join or co-sponsor just really bad bills uh the democrats don't do that with us uh at all and um we need some strong leadership in santa fe and we need a very strong governor we got to get rid of this one of the most corrupt and awful governors um i've ever i've ever uh been around um you know in the history of uh, well, she's not in jail yet, but I'm surprised. Uh, maybe after uh, she's out of her term, she'll be in jail for something. Um, just the corruption, Eddie's. Would just you be able so-
3: to prosecute her as governor? That's something that you could suggest.
6: Um, I. You it, know, it, it depends on. Um,
3: uh, go back to that Trump line because you'd be in jail, right?
6: Yeah. Be- yeah, glad you're in charge of the Justice <laughs> Department. Yeah, because you'd be in jail.
3: Because you'd be in jail.
6: But uh, um, but the corruption is so systemic, Eddie. You know this. Mm-hmm. This this is completely yeah, true. We talk about What's it all going the time. on here in New Mexico? Right. I mean, whether it's PED or whether it's Spaceport or whether it's the uh, incompetence at Workforce Solution losing over 150 million dollars uh, in federal money that should have went to our our citizens. It's just unbelievable. And for her to actually give herself a raise. She wants a forty thousand dollars raise. It's unbelievable, and you know, just paying off one hundred fifty thousand dollars to James Hallen and for crotch grabbing, and and you know about the other crotch grabbing incidents she had in the past.
3: And I actually don't uh, fill us in. I'd like uh, to know Eddie, more.
6: Well, this you can look this up in, on um, K-O-A-T. Uh, a guy named Eddie Dayhart uh, had an interview.
3: Oh yeah yeah. And, okay. And uh,
6: basically was at a pool party again. You know, there's when, when there's water. If you're a male and you're around water, in the governor, be careful. <laughs> That's what she likes, apparently. Um, you know, and again, the governor was apparently drunk, according to the story, and drunk, according to James Hallinan. And, wow. and, you know, again, you know, you talked about the Andrew Como incident with yeah. the numerous women that came forward. Yeah. And what did the governor do? Nothing. Had to
3: resign. Well, no, no, it, no.
6: What did MLG do as head of the DGA? Oh, nothing. nothing. She nothing. never came
3: out with an actual statement. No. That's what we just talked about that last hour. Nothing yeah. ever happened with that. But. I think even more than that, I think we need to realize what the Democrats up in Santa Fe didn't do versus what the Democrats did in New York, because they forced Cuomo out. They, uh, they are very, and meaning the Democrats within the party, are very scared of Michelle Lujan Grisham. And the uh, and, and they seem to be almost standing up uh, against her, maybe for the very first time, at, at least at the beginning of the session, in terms of her agenda. She's attempting to try to move uh, towards the right, it appears.
6: She is, and she's really upsetting her progressive base. Um, and this, she's already upset numerous um, Democrats up there in Santa Fe. Anyway, I mean, guys like Jacob Candelaria, Damon Eli. I mean, I, you know, I hear other things you hear other inside baseball sure. as well of uh, people just not happy with the governor. Right. I you know, I, I know a lot of people think eh, it's a blue state. We're not going to win. I think this is the best time to win, because if we don't win this election and take back the state, the state is it's done it's done. I mean, how many people have you talked to when you were running for mayor said, if, if this, if this person, this evil person, uh, wins election we're leaving, or they had friends that have left the state. Yeah,
3: they all have actually, Yeah, Uh, they they didn't just threaten it. They were actually picking up and and leaving and have left. So, and I've been, you know, they stay in touch with, uh, with us here at the Kiva and we know who they are and where they've gone. But yeah, you know, people have just absolutely—they're fed up with well, uh, what they've and, seen.
6: And you know, people are leaving the Republican Party, people are leaving the Democrat Party. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember what the last count was, but I think the DTS Independent was either the second most popular or third most popular party here in New Mexico.
3: Uh well, it's the third. Um, because the Dem- the Republicans are 31 percent. uh the Democrats are at 45 percent, and then you have the Independents at 24. But they're. They're slowly making They're slowly their ways making up. Their way They're up. nearly a quarter of people. And uh, people have just sort of moved away from the party. Why do you see yourself as uh, a, a bit more independent at times? And, uh, you know, what points do you kind of go back and forth between? And it's really not a back and forth. I think it's yeah. more on principle. Um, so want to <laughs> phrase this the right way. But, sure. you know, you've said sometimes that, boy, you just don't recognize the Republicans here in the state of New Mexico, Jay.
6: Well, you know, so I, the question I get a lot, Eddie, is, hey, when you're governor, you're going to have a Democrat Senate. and We don't know what the House makeup is going to be, but mm-hmm. probably it's going to be blue. Uh, how are you going to work with them? And, and my my answer is, well, at least I can be the backstop to stupidity of the stupid crap coming out of the roundhouse. I can, mm-hmm. You know, I think you're going to need a lot of ink in my veto pen. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. But I'm willing to work with the Democrats. Uh, and I have before. I worked on with Democrats for the Second Amendment sanctuary county. You remember when I was doing the right to work movement around the state? No other, no none of these gubernatorial candidates were out there helping me for that. Yeah, Um, I had McKinley County, all Democrat county commission vote to go right to work. So I'll work with the Democrats, but I'm not going to compromise my conservative principles. And you know my history up in Sandoval County, going after uh, a Republican. county assessor who didn't show up for work
3: you remember yeah. that idiot yeah. So living in florida or something
6: yeah living in florida he died um eventually but you know i've gone after republicans and democrats i i'm not here to make friends i'm here to get a job done and then i'm here to just do my time and just get out and go back to my private life that's why i'm in my second term as a county commissioner i would never run for a third term I just, you know, go back, let someone else do it.
3: Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people appreciate that uh, between term limits and not being a career public servant, I think would be good. But you have served uh, in a public capacity. Tell us about your background. You said firing off the nuclear weapons were in charge of the the keys, the uh, uh, football, if you were looking at the uh, White House. Tell us about that.
6: Well, I was a, an ICBM uh, launch officer for Minuteman three nuclear missiles. I was the guy who had the nuclear codes for the country. Uh, which was an incredible honor as a young officer to to pull nuclear alert. And then, you know, I also served as the senior American and uh, senior officer in the Netherlands and uh, down on Ascension Island in the South Atlantic. Did some time at the Pentagon. I volunteered to go to war uh, in Afghanistan, commanding uh, numerous humanitarian missions around the Kabul area. And I was just sickened last August, like uh, many of you were, with what Joe Biden did. Yeah. Uh, there, and, and by the way, uh, you know, it's funny, you can, you cannot not be in office and be a politician, Eddie. I firmly believe that you look at, uh, you know, the weather guy after he lost to Ben Ray, can you tell me where he was fighting for our cause? He was nowhere. I mean, this is what I, I love about, um, you know, many, uh, conservatives who understand what's going on. They see that this guy is an opportunist. He couldn't even at the County convention, Ah uh, be elected delegate out of his own ward, uh, which is ridiculous. That right there shows you he doesn't have a lot of support with the with uh, um, w- with the, with the uh, elected delegates uh, the people who are kind of on the inside who know because they know this guy and they know he's awful.
3: So he, translate for our audience what that means in their ward. just gonna you know talk to us yeah. uh, about uh, how so, that works. so what
6: what we see here in New Mexico is thirty three counties and each county gets a number of delegates based on the twenty twenty vote. So uh, Burnco, I think had 263 delegates and they're separated into wards. And those wards will have an allotted number of delegates as well. And then you will go to the ward meetings or the county convention rather, and you will run to be a delegate. So you can go to Ruidoso on February 26th at the state convention to vote who you want to be, governor, lieutenant governor, Congress, all that stuff. So like, you know, I'm a, uh, a delegate out of Sandoval County. I was elected. Uh, Greg Zanetti, uh, another candidate for governor, he was elected mm-hmm. here in Bernco.
3: So what you're saying is Mark was not, Mark Ronchetti was not elected yeah, his from own his, people, own his own ward. his own people in
6: his ward turned him down because they they know this guy, He's he's got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to be on a debate stage with him, but the guy, he just doesn't have an original thought in his head. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, you know, he wants to run. That's his right to run. But uh, if he's the nominee, we're going to get pasted. Um, So I thought we would have learned our lesson. I thought he would have learned his lesson, but apparently not. So I'm willing to debate any of the candidates anytime. Okay. Um, And I've done that before. And I think you've seen uh, my performance in the debates where I've won them in Edgewood. I've won them at a a mortgage lender uh, place as well. Um, You know, you just don't have, none of the candidates have the four things that I have. The the military uh, leadership for over 20 years as a senior officer, uh, leadership in private industry, leadership and elected office. I've never lost an election, Eddie. And I was willing to sacrifice my seat representing a Democrat seat to pass right to work. You know that. And I got just hammered uh, in my reelection, uh, but I was able to pull it out.
3: Yeah, and we were up against quite a little bit. I remember that. Uh, yeah, they from down did a television commercial. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, what was the, her name? Uh it was uh, I can't a, even remember a, a her name.
6: N- a Navajo lady they yeah. ran against me. But, yeah, I can't um, even
3: remember that. Yeah, but, there are a lot, you know, lot of identity politics that they're playing and
6: Again, I, you know, I am a supporter. I supported uh, President Trump in 2016 and 2020. And you
3: were asked you greeted him when he landed. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. I think yeah. that's uh, that's an important uh beat uh, if you will. So,
6: I was at the White House uh for some meetings uh, representing New Mexico on some local issues uh with their intergovernmental office and um I got a call uh, from uh, the special assistant to the president, this guy named William Crozer, and he said, hey, President Trump would like you to greet him at Air Force One. Are you willing to do that? I was like, yeah, of course, absolutely. So I met him at uh, Air Force One there and uh, drove up uh, in the motorcade there, and we had a great rally in, uh, that. in my cool. hometown a real Rancho. Yeah and it was all well, awesome. you
3: actually greeted him when he landed at Curland. Uh, so air force yeah.
6: one pulls up it was me and um you know some other elected officials there and i uh, got to spend a little bit of time for the president and when he walked down the stairs off of air force one it's just something i'll remember for the rest of my life it was yeah. it was an amazing moment
3: we're here with uh, jay block county commissioner of sandoval county running for governor for the state of new mexico uh, Jay, do you want to take calls or no? I'll, I'll do whatever. Okay. Texts
6: so, or calls, it doesn't matter. To uh,
3: me. Yeah, so let me, uh, so we are live 628 uh, here in the Kiva Let's get into, we've touched your background. Uh, very quickly, uh, your quick why you're running, your quick elevator speech. Why are you running again? I
6: am running to bring your freedoms back. Uh, right after I'm sworn in, within the first seven minutes, I'll sign executive orders banning the 30-30 land grab, banning mask mandates, vaccine passports, Uh, Forced vaccines, I will reimburse all the fines that the governor levied upon churches, people and businesses for violating the COVID mandates, which she herself violated. I will sign an executive order banning critical race theory and I will bring the uh, I will have the New Mexico National Guard go right back down to the border uh, to help this humanitarian crisis that we have down there. And I think you saw the pictures. I was You sent Texas. me some
3: pictures. Yeah. Tell us where you were and uh, what those pictures were. So I was
6: invited by a group called Veterans for America First. Um, they, they invited me as the conservative uh, candidate for governor out here in New Mexico because uh, they believe I, ha- I would have the best shot of beating uh, MLG by far over these other uh, weak candidates. So I went down to the border and uh, we went down there. We were there with the Border Patrol in two areas. One was called Roma, R-O-M-A, Texas. Um, And then we were in another area off of uh, McAllen, Texas, and we came up to the the Border Patrol and they, Eddie, they had 15 kids ages 7 to 16 years old, unaccompanied minors from Guatemala and Honduras. And when I was talking to the Border Patrol, my campaign staffer, uh, Romy, was next to me and Romy, he, he broke down. It was so sad. We had people there just crying when you saw the condition of these kids. And what happens, uh, so I asked the Border Patrol guy, like, hey, what happens to these kids? He said, well, we take them into custody, and they will tell us uh, they have a relative that they will go see. And they can't verify that relative, an uncle or a cousin or whatever. But really, these kids, they get recruited into sex trafficking and Mm -hmm. drug trafficking, and it's awful. It's, like, so sad because you're looking at these kids who are cold and hungry and the life that they're going to have because of this uh, fossil for a president that we have, Joe Biden. I I even think Biden could beat Mark Ronchetti in a debate. I mean, that's just how ridiculous things are in this country. Um, Open border, drugs pouring into the country, uh, you know, not testing for COVID. It's just pure pandemonium down there. And the Border Patrol agents, I mean, they... Are just done. Their morale is awful. They don't feel appreciated. You saw what happened to them when a border patrol agent was on a horse, and their own uh, secretary of uh, homeland secretary didn't even back them up. The vice president and the president just you know went after the border patrol. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I'm a big law enforcement guy. I've had law enforcement endorsements. I love law enforcement. Um, we just lost, I think, 300 to 350 uh, police officers last year. It was the deadliest year for police officers, and mm-hmm. yet we're talking about defunding the police and how awful and evil the police are. These are men and women who put their life on the line every single day. They go into combat every single day because they just don't know what they're going to find, mm-hmm. Eddie, and um, the border has to be secure. It's got to be secure. It's One awful. of her
3: first moves when she came in, Michelle Lujan Grisham immediately removed 76 uh, 76- people uh, that were border uh, you know, patrol agents and another 50 on top of that in another county and that was incredible that was one of her very first moves when she came in and uh, New Mexico con- continues to be the main pass through thoroughfare for that and you as governor would prevent that from happening Well
6: I would and you know I learned a great lesson when I went to the Republican Governors Association I talked to governors from um, Ohio and Nebraska and uh, New Hampshire and the governors are saying Hey, listen, the border is not a New Mexico problem or Arizona or Texas, California. Every state is a border state in the United States because the drugs and the trafficking are going all the way up to the northeast, the northwest, the midwest, uh, the southeast. It's everywhere, Eddie. So it has to be stopped. And you've had over two million people come in to this country last year in 2021 under the Joe Biden this, uh, hor- horrible policy of open borders.
3: Let's talk uh, for a moment. Uh, we'll get a couple of phone calls in uh, for you, if that's okay. Sure, uh, for you, caller. You're in the Kiva uh, for J Block. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, J Block. Uh, David Brent Olson, A.K.A. David Olson. I three, can't three, hear two, very.
3: One. I can't hear anything on that uh, line. Let's see what happened there. Okay, we lost. I think there we go. Um, so okay, so will Block? Uh, here's another question coming in. Will J Block push sign a bill supporting medical autonomy? illegal to mandate e medical devices. Currently Sandy National Labs is mandating serial testing using an E Way test for the unvax. This would stop the discriminating practice.
6: Yeah, I'm against that. Okay. Absolutely. There we go.
3: Uh let's see more coming in. Let's see. Dave blocks save the La Madeira volunteer fire department.
6: Hey, what is that? So La is a fire department, the volunteer fire department up in the East Mountains, and uh, I've been working with them for a couple of years. Um, I have told them I will always support the La Madera fire department. I went up there for a charity event. Um, these are just incredible men and women. By the way, uh, the average age of the volunteer fire firefighters are r- roughly about sixty. So I would ask you to go out and um, be a great, you know, be part of your community and help out and be a volunteer firefighter. Um, you know, I've talked to some firefighters, by the way, Eddie with this qualified immunity, uh, ridiculous yeah. bill that was passed. It's not just police officers. It affects, it affects public officials. And so people told me, I don't want to be a volunteer firefighter if I can get sued because I don't have qualified immunity. Right, right. It, it's just ridiculous. But, uh, please, please uh, volunteer to serve your community. I, I would greatly appreciate it. And so would your community.
3: Uh, let's see, uh, Eddie, I think I met Mr. Block when I was confronting BLM in Rio Rancho. He introduced himself. Nice guy who cared enough to show up. We appreciate that you signed up. Well, those? I was uh,
6: I was just uh, I was out there with an American flag waving an American flag. This is this is my country. Um, it was can't remember if it was after the event or before the event. But um, it was a very peaceful event. It was great. The uh, police on um, for Rio Rancho Police Department, Sandoval County Police Department and uh, the people on both sides were very well behaved. And uh, it's the way it should be.
3: Uh, loving the Trump esque vibe uh, from Block. So there we go. Another 11 minutes uh, issues, uh, Jay. Let's uh, get into them, uh, shall we? 550, 50, 500. You guys can go to Block Four, New Mexico, all spelled out Block Four, New Mexico. And uh, you can find out all about uh, his issues, what he's running on, and, uh, and more. And uh, of course, your family man. You've got, uh, you graduated from high school back in 1989. Uh, Looks like here. And uh, North Dakota. North Dakota State. Yeah. How many championships? It's kind of crazy.
6: Well, they just won won another one. They beat Montana State. Um, It was Saturday, I think, the 17th or something like that. Of January? Of January. And I couldn't go. But you know I've been to the last two championships here in Frisco, Texas. So I'm a huge sports fan. I I love the the Patriots, the Red Sox, um, New Mexico United, and North Dakota State bison football.
3: All right, New Mexico United. So yeah, you, you, know, you know, in, in you the know, isotopes. Yeah, you know, doubt and I, how we feel yeah. about that. I, I know, United.
6: I, I would so. vote no on that stadium, by the way. Okay. Yep, I'm
3: with Good you to there. Block's thoughts on crypto as a possible holding in sovereign fund. Uh, what do you know about that?
6: Um, yeah, that's a federal issue. It's really not a state issue. Uh, I don't really have an opinion
3: on that. I support Jay as a delegate. Plan on voting for him, Chris, yeah. a fellow Red Dog. Oh, say, yeah.
6: Uh, so that's, uh, I'll say his name, Chris Mazie. Okay. He's a retired, May- Chris started out as an enlisted Marine, got his commission in the Air Force, retired here in uh, New Mexico as an Air Force officer. And he was, uh, we were in the same uh, missile squadron together, pulling alert together, 12th missile squadron the Red Dogs. So Chris is a great American with his dad, who's also a, a delicate, and uh, I love Chris dearly.
3: You've got uh, some interesting uh, paraphernalia there in your store. One says J Block and then Block Party. That's uh, pretty cool. And you can pick all yeah. that directly. Mm-hmm. Not a lizard, just a New Mexico conservative. J Block uh, also there uh, as well. Big nine by three uh, bumper sticker. Uh, out there, and you yeah. guys can go to.
6: It's related to the governor calling us lizard people. Oh yes, yeah, which yeah. I'll never call New Mexicans. By the way, non-essential or ever shut your business, your school, or your church down. It's just, it's disgusting. And I think Eddie, I don't know if you saw the uh the big study that came out from Johns Hopkins today or yesterday. Yeah, we talked about oh, that. Did you talk times. about it? Yeah, we, yeah,
3: we've been saying that for two years about lockdowns. So yep. why don't you address the lockdowns and talk a little bit? Well, about it's been it. a hard- we got to get you listening into the kiva more there, Jay. But I know you're on the. On the, and we got to turn you into a subscriber at rockoftalk.chat. Am, well. right, am I not a, dis- no, am
6: okay, I not a, no,
3: I'll sign subscriber. up after this. There you go. You, uh, you up. have my word. Oh, okay. There and we I'm go. I'm not
6: crossing my fingers. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So the lockdowns have been just a disaster for New Mexico because yep. you know this. I think we're what, fourth in the nation for per capita death in COVID? Uh, we are now at
3: least that. Uh, yeah. And in terms of the number of infections based upon the restrictions, number one.
6: Yeah, and we're like one of the most highly vaccinated uh, states uh, in the country, and one of the most highly locked down states. Yeah, eighty nine percent
3: in terms of our vaccination. Yeah,
6: so the governor's follow the science uh, BS was just complete BS. Um, she's destroyed over you know about fifty percent of the businesses. But Eddie, no one's talking about really um, the the kids and the effect this has on keeping the kids out of school, but the special needs kids and the rural kids that didn't have internet uh, capability. Uh, as well and in all the kids that uh, here in APS that you know they they lost like 10 to 12,000 kids but you know this reminds me Eddie and maybe maybe you disagree with me but you know in the 50s and 60s you had democrat governors that stood in the doorway of public schools and said to minorities you know blacks and minorities you can't come in here with the white kids George Wallace, George Wallace. Yeah. Not the comedian because that stuff ain't funny. But then you had it in 1957 at Little Rock High School, um, Central High School in Little Rock, Arkansas. But now you have Democratic governors, Eddie, that are standing at the door of these failing schools with minority kids and low income kids saying, same thing. You can't leave. You have no choice. You have to stay here. You know, these people are complete, just Marxists in my opinion. They want total control. And, and we, we got to change this, you guys. We've had 90, we've given them 90 years to make this state better. And we're at the bottom of everything. We were rated the worst state to live in. You all know the statistics. I don't need to, you know, vomit them well, out the again kids, for that, you. The
3: kids count. Uh, there's two that have just most recently come out. The kids count uh, ranking us 49th and 50th. And then on top of that, uh, you, of course, know about the latest ALEC, which is the 50th out of 50 states. And that has everything to do with our economic development and output. And yeah. uh, we have stymied that. Uh, one of the things that she's planning on obviously and running on is that a uh, huge federal stimulus to the tune of $27.3 billion, uh, which, Jay, which, we can just-
6: Yeah, which by the way, I think she wanted to dictate on how it was gonna be done. And the Democrats even said, hold on lady, uh, that's our job as the, as, uh, the legislative uh, body to do that. So, I mean, this, this governor is really parceling out money for her reelection because she's scared, Eddie. I mean, who would you rather see on the stage debating her, me or any of the other candidates? It's just, you know, you got to have a strong candidate up there with a strong record who's not afraid to go toe-to-toe with this little tyrant. It's that simple. I'm sure uh, Michelle's listening. I'm looking forward to meeting you, Michelle. We're going to have a good time on the debate stage together. Um, It's time to change New Mexico. This woman has decimated this state. I mean, you saw, you know, the 2020 census, Eddie, and the population here in 2021, uh, 2022. More people are leaving the state than coming in.
3: Mr. Block spent at least 20 minutes talking to my 13-year-old son at a gun show a couple of months ago. Uh, I, I was impressed that. that he would spend that much time talking to somebody who is not yet eligible to vote. And let's see, what's Jay going to do about masking kids in school after he takes office? Gone. There okay. we go. And uh, let's not forget. Uh, okay, so we do have to ask about your vaccination, uh, vaccination status. So tell us uh, why you chose. I know that you got it. So tell me why you chose to get it.
6: What are you talking about?
3: Oh, there we go. You didn't get it, did you? I did you? not get it. Okay. Why? Good. Why
6: would you say that?
3: Well, I thought you got your vaccination because no. you were what? working over at the base.
6: No, I, I ended up getting an exemption. I I did everything I could I'm not good. to do it,
3: Eddie. There we go. Well, I'm just How, making you know what? sure. How dare you? How dare I what?
6: How dare you assume I got
3: it? (laughs) I thought you told me.
6: No, I I am not vaccinated.
3: Okay. And it's funny.
6: I had an appointment with my doctor today, and I was talking about her. and my. What did they say? Because I've had COVID, and I got this allergy cough, so I apologize for that. And my doctor has, this is the third doctor I've talked to. I'm sorry, my second doctor I've talked to, because I have one at the VA. Um, And she said, you're 51 years old. You're healthy. You don't have any um, um, underlying health conditions. Comorbidities. Yeah, that's a big word for me. Um, (laughs) I'm a public school grad. But yeah, I don't need it. Um, No, you don't. No, I'm not getting the vaccination.
3: Well, I'm glad you straightened out our understanding. We thought that you were vaccinated. So we'll uh, correct the record and we'll make sure that that uh, doesn't exist any longer. Uh, Pure Blood Block thoughts on crypto pure blood. I'm not sure what that no, means, no, 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 but that means. Uh, that's uh, no question. reference there. All right. Uh, tell us about the next, uh, you know, what we got coming up here. We got three minutes left, uh, Jay, but I know that you're looking to, you. what do you have to meet the threshold? You said the 20%. What does it look like and uh, how can people find and support you? Yeah.
6: So uh, go to block4newmexico.com. Please donate to the campaign. I uh, would love to have your support. If you're a dele- delegate out there, I'm sure I've talked to you. Uh, delegates are coming to me um, uh, big time in the party. In fact, there's Bodoni delegates that are coming over to me as well. Um, you know, Sanchez, Luis Sanchez delegates are coming over to me. You know, because people believe in... Luis Sanchez now running for cd Running one. for CD1 instead of governor, yeah. So, um, you know, I've gone around the state at some uh, county, various county conventions. Roosevelt County, Sandoval County, Santa Fe County, Bernco County uh, San Juan County. Um, geez, I can't remember where else I was, was at. Um, well, you're oh, all over the you know, state. Chavis I know you're County, in Chavez County yeah. down, down South. You're down, oh, they love down there. Down down there. Yep. <laughs> so we're doing really, really well. We're going to win, um, Ruidoso on the 26th of February. And, uh, for those candidates that just get schwacked, it's probably time for you to drop out. I don't care how much money you got left, drop out. Nobody likes you. No one wants you. And uh, get behind the true conservative and the true strong leader that New Mexico needs.
3: What about uh, uh, what? What about any debates before anything? So, Is there going to be yeah, a chance there's, or there's a, uh, c- can we create one here for you? Or what? Well, what can we do, I, Eddie? I'm there. You okay, want to do that? Good. I'm there. We'll um, uh, we'll offer the invitation out so to everybody else. So we
6: have three forums coming up: one in Burnco, uh, one here in Albuquerque, uh, okay. one in Valencia County, and one in San Juan County.
3: Those in the next couple of weeks. Those
6: are in the next couple of weeks. Okay. I can give you the dates uh, after we're done, so. You or can, we can
3: find them maybe over at your website. No, they're not on my website. Okay.
6: Um, I'll tell you what they are, and then you can. Um,
3: yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get that information out there that way. People but yeah,
6: anyone them. want to do them? I'll do them. Uh, the one in San Juan County, uh, Rebecca Dow can't be there; she's in session. Uh, but uh, Weatherboy, um, he, he decided not to go. Uh, so it's going to be me, Zanetti, and uh, Ethel uh, Mar- Marhog, And then um, I'm showing up in Bernco. I think everyone's going to be there for that. And then Valencia County, um, I've already confirmed uh, for Valencia County. So There we are. You're I'm, showing I'm, up I'm to everywhere. every fight. Hey, you know what? I'm a fighter. Um, I volunteered to fight for the country. None of these other people. Well, Greg Zanetti volunteered, and he was he's a good man. I'll leave it at that.
3: All right, there you go. Jay Block for Governor, Block4NewMexico.com. That's Block4NewMexico.com. Jay, thanks for being here. Good to see you again. We'll see you here you too, next You too, my friend. And I have not been well.
6: vaccinated. What's that? I have not been vaccinated. <laughs> we, we
3: heard you. Yeah, no, we heard you. You said, uh, how dare you? How dare you, sir? All right, we'll see you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. on a Friday.
1: At night we ride the mansions of glory and suicide machines.